Blog Talk Radio. I got to catch it where I can swing, and I can't swing it. You know? There's a lot of woods here, man. That was good, though. Yeah, that's the thing. That was very good. Preach it, man. This is a hit!
shine. Doing the monkey, the mad potato, jump fat jack, alligator, alligator. Come here, sister. Hey.
Mayatotep, Grand Rising, Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X. Form by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and we are looking at white supremacy and black face. And so we are on episode seven, and Dr. Robert X. has really been breaking it down to us. And so you can't say you don't know, because you do. How are you doing, Dr. Robert X.? Hotel, Sister Bev, Hotel family. I'm doing well, Hotel. Bev. How about you? Good, good, good. Great. Excellent. I knew you were ready for me tonight. No, I'm not. I, I, and I keep saying, oh, my God, I could at least took time to uh, to look and see what's going on. But I'd be too busy in my world. I see you had <laughs> sent me something, uh, and they're trying to make a big deal out of Trump saying about his daughter, I did look at that. Okay, good, because uh, we'll start right there, and I'll okay. give you the context of why I did that, Okay. why I sent that. Uh, first, let me thank everybody for coming out to the forum, Bev. Uh, okay. I think that um, if nothing else, people will know that I kind of immerse myself in that subject of, of AI thought it was me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I probably had enough information to write two books. <laughs> so I'm no authority on it, but I think I do have somewhat of an understanding of it. Okay. And particularly uh, the future applications of AI. Where, where are they going with this? Okay. Now, of course, mm-hmm. we all know about the transhumanism etc. But I think uh, from a metaphysical standpoint uh, and consciousness, which is what Toth represents, thought it was me. Mm -hmm. AI is synonymous with consciousness. People in general are synonymous with AI. AI is a replica. It's a synthetic version of people. Right. It's a, uh, an accumulation of data that basically makes it us, okay? But what its ultimate aim is to become conscious. They call it sentient, but it's really consciousness, and that consciousness is primarily represented by toss. That's when all your chakras open up and you're able to access Merkaba and for the most part leave your body and go to other dimensions. Okay, we, we've gone through that ad infinitum, mm-hmm. but we'll put it within the context of AI when we get there. Uh, I don't know if we'll get there next week. Still got a lot to put on the table because uh, things are happening all around us uh, that basically align themselves with the current subject matter, that being white supremacy and blackface. And... Nothing better illustrates that to me. Oh, I think my next form, Bev, is going to be on okay. the 27th of, of uh, August. August 27th? Yeah, well, we we got plenty of time to get to that. Okay. okay. Um, but the important thing is it's going to be on the United Nations. Mm. Because 
there are people who still see the United Nations as some refuge for people's rights. Further from the truth. Nothing could be further from the truth, Bear. And it's because we don't know. We really don't know. Just like uh, we'll talk about, well, I won't even go there in terms of the Supreme Court because that speaks for itself. The Supreme Court is an extremely political body. The problem has been they've passed unconstitutional laws based on their philosophical standpoint, which is why you had certain uh, groups of people almost exclusively uh, have certain spots on the Supreme Court, even if they're great. If I tell you that Ruth Bader Ginsburg wrote a book where she was very favorable uh, of pedophilia, what would you say? Now, she sat on the Supreme Court, and she was like some grand dame of the Supreme Court, but she was a staunch advocate for uh, uh, adults having sex with children. Hmm. Now, she wrote a book uh, supporting that idea. Do you think that her uh, judicial rendering, if I can use that term, will reflect her uh, her philosophical viewpoint? Oh yeah, exactly. she can't separate herself from it. She that's her. That is correct, and that's why they had fits when she died because she was like their leader. Yeah, on the Supreme Court, no matter who the Chief Justice was. Okay, now watch this. People would probably view, uh, well, i hold on to that. I'm going to stick with what, uh, why we're having the forum on the UN. Uh, complete with all of this satanic uh, authority that comes up out of there because they've had a room in the United Nations totally dedicated to satanic uh, Satanism since they put since Rockefeller financed the UN since he gave him the land to put the United Nations on it's a Rockefeller creation and for black people to think that somehow Rockefeller is going to look out for your interests you don't need really to know anything about the United Nations so um, and I may not have this spot <laughs> I may have to look for another place after this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because, again, people have points of view, but those points of view are not very well thought out, and I understand it. It don't mean that I disagree with their point of view. I want all African people to be free. Uh, but it's, it's how you are viewing uh, the people or the body that you think represents your interest, when in fact the mass murder of African people has gone directly through the United Nations. And I don't have to tell anybody what Haile Selassie, what happened to him when he went to the United Nations, pull up his feet, family. They pretty much told him to go to hell when he pointed out that El Duce, not El Duce, uh, one of the members of the German Axis, uh, German allies during World War II, 
wanted to turn Ethiopia into an African version of the United States. I think it was El Duce. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to tell nobody what happened to Patricia Lumumba, right? When he went there, uh, the next thing you know, they put the CIA on him and they cut him up into a bunch of pieces and threw him into a vat of acid. I ain't got to tell nobody about Bill Gates and his World Health Organization vaccine policies uh, using vaccines as dual weapons and got caught. He got caught, family. We discussed this a few, some years ago, right here on Truth to Power, using two different vaccines that when uh, taken together was lethal, giving them exclusively to African people, running all over the planet. Wherever he go, he's dropping disease. He is a so-called billionaire philanthropist who wants to interject disease into everything on the planet and then give you some venom to get rid of it. But everywhere he goes, from India to Florida, there's always virus around him. Not to mention the fact that he's totally caught up in the Jeffrey Epstein thing, right? This is Bill Gates. He works through the United Nations. You see? So you can't have one part of this thing and not accept the other part. Yeah. I want all of the Caribbean that's still up under the auspices of the so-called British crown. I want all of them free. And we spoke to that relatively recently. One of the things that we said, Bev, go back to 2016. We said when Owens man gets in office, one of the things that he, we should be advocating for, for the United States and the so-called colonialists to get out of Africa. Get out. Leave Africans alone and let Africans do business with whoever they want to and stop assassinating their leaders. Since that time, uh, African politicians have pretty much said the same thing. So you can't separate what's going on in Africa from what's going on in the Caribbean. You take tourism out of the Caribbean, and you basically got a basket case because they're not being allowed to do very much manufacturing because the name of the game is to keep Africa and African people under, I said African people, that's you, me, uh, and every African country, or every country uh, uh, controlled by Africans on the planet, underdeveloped. That's the system of white supremacy. So then the question becomes, who's in charge of that underdevelopment effort? And then, of course, in uh, some of our upcoming programs, probably going all the way to the end of the year, Bev, uh, you won't want to miss any of these programs. I guarantee it, because we're going to lay out who the real elite on the planet are. And you'll clearly see, clearly see, why Putin can forgive, can forgive African debt, but the Democrat Party, going all the way back to Clinton, see, this ain't no new phenomenon. The Africans have been asking for debt forgiveness 
going back to Clinton. And Clinton basically uh, told African people to kiss his ass. Same thing Biden told him. But we said that's one of the things that uh, black people in this country should be advocating from Trump if he is who he say he is. That's what we said. Okay? So it ain't about worshiping no white man. I respect that dude because I know what he's going through. Because I know who he really fighting. All right? Every other week, they got a new indictment on this dude, and all of it is phony. All of it is fake. All right? And and look, Bev, mm-hmm. I don't know what you heard, mm-hmm. but every time somebody's talking about this dude, uh, in the areas that I go to, he's kicking everybody's ass. Democrats, Republicans, it don't matter. He's wiping them all out. And I heard him say uh, this past weekend that mm-hmm. he uh, get over 200 million votes. The vote margin is going to be so large that they can't even steal it. Did you hear that? Right. No, I didn't hear, but I know. They shouldn't have been able to steal it last time. It wasn't no close vote. Yeah. It's going to be a good trick to try to do it twice because everybody watching them. Everybody wasn't watching them. Okay, so that's why uh, as soon as these so-called latest polls come out, showing him wiping the floor with everybody. Now they come with another indictment, and and they got one coming from Michigan too, right? Was this one from Michigan? Was this one about? I didn't hear about the Michigan one. Because he wanted to, they wanted to by the law. This is the law. Mm -hmm. Seat alternative electors, which is lawful if they get the vote. That's lawful. Guess what? The Democratic Party tried to do that in 2016 when they when he won. <laughs> mm. So now they got the Democratic Party Attorney General in Michigan talking about trying to uh, indict him for manipulating the elect election through the electors. But he has every right to do that. Every right. And if he didn't, then they need to lock themselves up because they did it first. And, of course, in my lifetime, this is not the first time this has happened. The same thing happened with Bush and Gore. The Democrats running around talking about not seating electors. So this ain't nothing new. They just turned it into a crime. Because these people think that because they got Old Testament on their side and they got all the banks and all the social media and all the money that they got all the people. And they don't. They don't. It's fundamental, Bear. Mm-hmm. It's fundamental. If they had the people, Bud Light wouldn't be going bankrupt. Disney would have people at Disneyland. They said the place was damn near empty last week. 
in the summer. Right. You know, they usually be packed. Yeah. Disney going broke. All their movies with all of the LGBT stuff in there uh, is making them go broke because nobody want to accept it. If they had the people, why are they going broke? Yeah. You see? So this ain't about Jamaica or the Caribbean islands getting their freedom singularly. This is about people all over the world overthrowing this yoke of the real system of white supremacy, right? Because if the United Nations wanted to give uh, the uh, Caribbean islanders their independence from the so-called crown, which is really colonialism, uh, they could have done it a long time ago, and they haven't. And it's because of who put it there and what they put the United Nations there for. Now, I know, Bev, and you know, and the family knows that's been listening for any length of time, that we have talked about the the waste of time and our Moorish brothers and sisters using the United Nations as a metric to be able to gauge their sovereignty, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of them was getting locked up. Yeah, it's because I tried to tell them. It's because they don't know what the United Nations is all about. They're only looking at it through the lens of what they're about. But it has a greater mandate from the beast. Okay? And you just saw it. And you're seeing it now through the World Health Organization and all these fake laws that they're trying to push through that amount to a a takeover by the World Health Organization of the world. They want to be able to declare any kind of health emergency uh, put into that family, uh, in parentheses, uh, gun violence in inner cities. That would give them the prerequisite to declare a state a state of the health emergency and take people's guns away from them. Y- y'all follow me? Mm-hmm. This this how they work by deception. That's why it's important that we land out the real system in terms of who's managing the system of white supremacy in this country. Okay. Now, you can take it outside of this country in terms of the ADL, and you can go to the World Jewish Congress or other international uh, Masonic organizations that that claim Judaism as their particular religious uh, belief system. But I, I chose to focus on the ADL and the Southern Poverty Law Center because that's the arm of the beast that we are fighting in this country, whether people know it or not. Okay, so when people start talking about the UN and then getting angry, my thing has always been don't argue, educate. So my next piece is going to be on the United Nations. Okay, and they tie Donald Trump 
who was directly against the United Nations and defunded the World Health Organization. Most black people don't know how critical that is. They have no idea. Most white people don't know. Because they ain't bothered to look until fairly recently. Well, my early research was into the United, that's why I know so much about it, was into the United Nations and who founded it and how they established the state of Israel. A so-called black man established as, uh, uh, as the Secretary General of the UN uh, authorized the establishment of the state of Israel. And then they made us worship that bastard. His name was Ralph Bunch. Okay? Because you educated, and in the school system, that's who they told you to worship. So we did, because that's what we were told. That's not what we knew. That's what we were told. Then you go and look behind the scenes, and you find all this other stuff going on in the United Nations. All right? Central Bank Digital Currency. United Nations. And it's just too many things. As we uh, continue to discuss, or they continue to uh, continue to discuss with me, Trump, about four or five people said that Trump was a degenerate. And he was ha- would, I, I'm, They didn't call him a degenerate. They said that he had admitted sleeping with his daughter. That's not what I heard. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> now, I had never heard that before. Because if I had, I would have talked about it. Okay. But since it was four people, uh, four brothers, as a matter of fact who said, yeah, Rob, uh, he admitted it. This was back in 2016, okay, when he went on The View. And I didn't know it. I, I, it was so ridiculous. But four, four people pretty much, and I think they all would agree, that the way it was coming out of their mouths collectively it was he came on TV and said he wanted to sleep with his daughter. But, yeah. I'd never heard that one before. I heard a lot of stuff, but I never heard that one before. So when I got home after the forum, you know me, I'm going to go mm-hmm. take a look. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to accuse our people of our inability to listen real well. And maybe that's why we talk so much. Yeah. Cause now um, I got the some uh, little different uh, rules at the forum. Cause now we got some new people, and they want to talk, 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 talk. Because I understand people want to be heard, but I also understand our people in particular want to be seen. So sometimes we overemphasize and give too much importance to things that we want to say. All right, they may be important to you, and that's all well and good. But you have to be able to consider other people in the audience. 
uh, who ain't viewing everything from your perspective at all. So for you to talk every five minutes doesn't mean that people hearing what you're saying. People actually want to hear this research that I've done because many of them have been around me for quite some time. They know I don't play around when it comes to this stuff. It's what I do. And we got a decent record of kind of plotting or charting the course that the system of white supremacy is on based on the research. And one thing I will always do, I will always give the people my source material. Always. Because I don't do mainstream media. And if you knew, you wouldn't do it either. And what I'm going to play for the family is a classic example of what Sister Bev is going to play for the family. So, Bev, you can get ready, pull up Trump's daughter. And oh, I, want oh, the I have put it in the, in the chat room. Oh, okay, then I'll play it. I'll play my version of it here. Okay. Because I want people to listen carefully to what's being said because it's not at all anything like I was being led to believe, okay, by my people at the forum, okay? And then I'll tell you what I think is just my opinion. And that's what uh, what they were saying should have been at the forum. Make that your opinion. Don't make that no fact. Because you have to consider where it's coming from. That would be the source material. Okay? And I, the family listen to the people who are talking about Orange Man, and you actually know they hate his gut. They don't even... They don't even uh, okay? This is part of that fake media. All right? So here's the first one. I'm going to tell you who it's from. Well, he, they may tell you themselves. So I'll just play it, family. Check this out. Hey, I've got some of the creepiest stuff going on by uh, Donald Trump. This is David Pac-Man. Now, I'm going to tell the family. Go and pull up any David Pac-Man YouTube video. And the first thing that's going to jump out at you, well, besides the fact that he's an Old Testament gangster, the next thing that's going to jump out at you is that he's part of the Democratic Party operation on social media. Going to jump off the screen at you. So you listen carefully for yourself. Here to play for you. And I'm, I'm kind of distraught by the entire thing because it's so sick. Donald Trump has made a number of really strange comments uh, about his 33-year-old daughter, Ivanka Trump, over the last several years, and he seems to have no plan of changing that now that he's running for president. The Rolling Stone article that came out last week referencing an interview with Donald Trump read Trump saying about his daughter, yeah, she's really something, and what a beauty that was. If I weren't happily married and, you know, her father, dot, 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 sort of saying, 
Trump would be interested in dating and having sex with his own daughter if it weren't for the fact that she's his daughter. And Ring of Fire started looking into whether this is an isolated, completely bizarre comment from Donald Trump or whether there's a long track record of it. And as it turns out, Lewis, there's a long track record of it. Here's Donald Trump appearing with his daughter on The View a few years ago. Take a listen to this. Did you hear him, family? <laughs> He's on The View. You can't turn on your television set, and I've never watched it, but I can feel the negative vibes coming from it. There's no more uh, place where the hatred is just in your face than the view of Orange Man. Okay? So he's on the view. You must consider the context of this. All right? Let's keep going. So, uh, uh, Donald, all right, I, I'm, I'm afraid to ask this question, but what would you do, Playboy, put Ivanka on the cover of the magazine that she had not going to be an interesting answer? <laughs> See, he doesn't even want you to have a drink. I know. <laughs> it would be really disappointing. Not really. But it would depend on what was inside the magazine. Oh, yeah, if oh. she posed, it would be fine. But if they put a picture on... Yeah, it depends on what goes inside the magazine. Well, that's her right. I don't think Ivanka would do that inside the magazine, although she does have a very nice figure. I've said that if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Stop. You know what? I mean, it's, it, this is like, this is setting, on, uh, setting off creepy alarms, left and right, Lewis. And then back in 2003, when he was on the Howard Stern show, again, Donald Trump uh, seemingly drooling over his own daughter's great body that he's obsessed with. Take a listen to this. You know who's, you know who's one of the great beauties of the world, according to everybody, and I helped create her? Yeah. Ivanka. My daughter, yeah. Ivanka. Yeah. She's six feet tall. She's got the best body. Yeah, she's hot. She made a lot of money as a model, a tremendous amount. And then she went cold turkey and gave it all up because she had to go to college because I wanted her to go to college. She goes to the best college. Wharton. She goes to Wharton. She's got straight A's. Yeah, her straight A's. She just has, Lewis, this, it's the best body. His daughter has the best body. This is just straight up creep central. There's a huge difference, Lewis. Like, if, let's say, Lewis, you accidentally had a kid. And you love the kid, right? Things work out well the way we would like. You love the kid. It's a daughter. It would be perfectly reasonable to say, my daughter is very beautiful. I have a beautiful daughter. Rather than, if I were a single man, I'd be pursuing my daughter because of her great body and her height. It's just she's stunning, and I would consider being with her sexually if I were single and she wasn't my daughter. There's a huge difference between A and B there. Yeah, uh, there's a reason why nobody says those things. And uh, to say them as a presidential candidate is, well, I, I think a really, really bad decision. That being said, do I think it's going to impact his campaign? No. Listen, Lewis, if Donald Trump's campaign with uh, the, the Republican base is not going to be impacted by the fact that he cheated on one wife with another wife, uh, you know, the, the entire thing by the fact that he is uh, c- completely living the opposite of the values that he claims to espouse. If, if they're not going to drop him for that, I quite frankly don't think that him finding his daughter incredibly attractive is going to turn off that many of those voters if they've already gotten past the stuff he's already said and done.
Not at all. I mean, yeah, uh, for us, this is uh, something we can look at and say, whoa, Donald Trump is even more nuts than we thought. <laughs> but, but if you've already decided that you're backing this candidate, I don't really think there's anything he can say that's going to deter you. So let, let me see if I understand. Uh, you're backing the guy who thinks his own daughter is super hot and would date her, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy I'm backing. But it's really all over how he would deal with China. Uh, China or Mexico? I <laughs> yeah, well, it's both, I guess. He certainly commented about both. So there it is. Donald Trump, very, very attracted to his own daughter. And oh, what he would do to her, Lewis, if she simply were not his daughter. Let's take a break. After the break, I will speak to Matthew Gollumbeck, a fellow University of Massachusetts graduate who now works for the great Jet Propulsion Laboratory of NASA. He will talk to us. No fantasy land stuff, Lewis. Where do we need to land on Mars? Not if, but when we go, as Matthew goes. Now, that's the first one. Bev, did you hear hear Orange Man anywhere in what he said? Did he say anything about having sex with his daughter? No. And, I mean, he sounds like somebody that's really proud. He said he helped create that. <laughs> that's my sentiments right on the letter. And anybody that ain't trying to view this thing to make something be what they want it to be as opposed to what it is, because that's what the host, David Pac-Man, yeah. that's what he did. And, and sex, you sex, know, sex, sex, but, sex. but it, it, he looked so... His conversation is so weak because how can he say that with Trump? Okay, let's just say the way he trying to describe Trump is wanting to be with his daughter. But what about Biden over here that's touching on children, licking on people, putting that, doing all of that? Nothing is being said about that. Even if Trump was what they was trying, he was trying to insinuate. Ain't nobody seen him touching all on his daughter and feeling all on her. It's just like he said, in the world that he's in, because you got to understand his mentality is a salesman and he's a playboy. He's a salesman. So Mm -hmm. he's selling his daughter based on her resume. Well, what is her resume? Her resume was that she was a model. Well, what do models get paid for? Two things, their face and their bodies. That's right. And that's the context that he used, that he talked about his daughter. And she was all a student. They went right past that. They went over that, yes. Because they don't want to deal with it. And she's a a student at Wharton Business College. Yeah. The number one college in the country. So it's amazing how anybody could believe these homosexuals. And you see, family, that's in 2016. I never heard of this. And now I know why. I didn't know before. But because people don't listen real well and they have predetermined outcomes when it comes to Orange Man, it's very easy for people to conflate what they want to see him as based on what their programming is, because that's what it is, as opposed to what he really said. You see? Yeah. They listen more to the comments who hate his guts. 
who can possibly forget that little dyke on MSNBC and the walls are closing in? For two years, this woman sat up on that program and lied nonstop. Oh, we got the, got the tax returns now. Oh, we got them. And he just plays with them like a cat does a mouse when he got them trapped. He plays with them. Yeah. So he got them going crazy about getting his taxes. And then when they get them, what happens? <laughs> you could hear crickets, not a word. Because ain't nothing there because he's been playing by the rules, as he stated. Yeah. I play by the rules that you politicians set up. I didn't set them up. Y'all came to me and begged me for money. <laughs> now watch this, Bear family. All that's within the prism of straight-up sexual deviance that's all over the damn place in 2023 coming directly from the Democratic Party. They got kink in the White House. Kink and cocaine. Crack and kink. Absolutely. In the White House. So you think for one moment that David Pac-Man is being honest in his portrayal of Orange Man? Because I'm going to say it again. If I'd have heard it, We'd have been talking about it right here on Truth to Power. Why? Because his behavior is going to affect us, period. All right? Now, let's look at, by the same token, let's look at this son of a bitch that we got in there now. (laughs) Don't look at him. Just go past it. Because if you're doing 150 miles an hour in terms (laughs) of your, your thinking, you can't miss all of the nasty stuff that Joe Biden and his entire family has been engaged in, and it comes from his own damn family. His daughter's diary, his son's diary, his son calling his dad pedo Pete. And the daughter uh, pointing out that he took inappropriate showers with her. Well, daddy take a shower with their daughter. You don't do that. Unheard of, Beth. Outside of the world of pedophilia and incest. Because that's what that is. They did the same thing with Orange Man and Jeffrey Epstein. They tried their best to connect him. And all the time they were trying to connect him, they missed Bill Clinton getting frequent flyer miles on the Lolita Express with Jeffrey Epstein going to Jeffrey Epstein Island. Mm. They wouldn't even bring his name up. Who can forget the photograph of Bill Clinton hanging in Jeffrey uh, Epstein's uh, mansion in the blue dress? Yeah. You see? So these nasty people are always trying to put on other people what they do. They did it to black people in the 60s. This has been my battle cry. They did it to us in the 60s. Now you got black people literally licking the booties of white people and claiming that they're free because Massa let me lick his booty. So I know Hmm. I'm free now. I can kill as many of y'all as I want to. 
because Master told me I can do it. He going to let me go, give me no, he, he ain't going to lock me up. He told me I ain't got to pay no bail. So now I can just kill all of y'all, and there's no penalty for it. Now, here's the other one. This is the second one. The second one may be worse than the first, family. Check this out. This is the Dollar War Daily, and I'm Jesse Dollar. For how long have we known Donald Trump is a creeper, is a gross, vile um, abuser of women? really watch my language here with YouTube because they love to demonetize and then squelch the distribution of certain topics. Let me say this, family. You just heard this clown immediately called this guy an abuser of women. Now, outside of having sex outside his marriage, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say at least 75 to 80 percent of men do. Especially successful men. The women throw their stuff on them. That is correct. Okay? Even athletes who can't both piss out of a boot could barely spell their own name. The women is hooking them up like they're going fishing. Maybe that's what they mean by catfishing. Mm -hmm. Okay? I mean hooking them up. They go get them some coochie. They get pregnant by them on purpose. Yeah. Because they want some million-dollar million baby. Now, if we're going to be honest, and that's me, that's who I am, that's why I probably ain't going to have this place. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to look for another place. Because Trivium Quadrivium tells me to study your subject matter before you let uh, your mouth overload your rump. That's what it tells me. Make sure you know what it is that you're talking about before you talk about it. All right? Because you just may be wrong and be man or woman enough to admit when you're wrong. Okay? That's that's all that's required. And you'll feel better about yourself. And uh, that's the bottom line. How do you feel about the the things that you say, the things that come out your mouth. Okay? So let's go on with this. A new book is being written by Miles Taylor, the man who wrote the op-ed penned by Anonymous where he called out the wrongdoings of the Trump administration and reassured America there was a, there was a, a section of the administration that was there to buttress Donald Trump and his dangerous policies uh, to, to be a wall to try to protect America. He still chose to, to work for Trump. He still chose to work within the fascist administration. Fascist. So, yeah, I'm only going to give him so much credit. But he wrote, he's writing a book right now. And in it, and this is an exclusive from Newsweek with him, Trump made shocking comments about Ivanka, says ex-staffer. Now, look. A lot of people are going to say, well, we already know this. We know. And we do know. We do. We have known for years that Donald Trump has a a sexual affinity for his daughter. And after I read a little bit from this, I'm going to play some clips that we've seen maybe hundreds of times maybe of Donald Trump being 
wildly inappropriate and sexual about his own daughter. For all of the talk in conservative circles about groomers and about uh, save the children and, and, and sexual impropriety surrounding kids, the Republican Party seems a-okay with a president, with a man that represents them and their party and their ideology being gross and sexual about his own flesh and blood daughter. You, I've got to stop it right there for one second, family. You see how he, too, he immediately came with the sex thing. Now, I played the piece for you from The View, okay? And, of course, they took that and turned it upside down, right? Because they want to choose him of what they're about. Now, this is this is in uh, 2023. The other one was right after, right after 2016, the first one. So this is now. They went back seven years and resurrected this same piece of tape from The View. But look at his spin on it. Of course, he basically is all about the sex, too. But he ain't said a damn thing about all these children being hypersexualized and having their penises and breasts and artificial uh, penises built for women and all this insanity with the kink stuff in the White House and trannies with fake titties uh, getting naked on the White House lawn. And, and man, don't even mention the so-called LGBT pride parade where people running around openly naked in front of children. That He ain't pissed off about that because he probably in the closet his damn self, Obama. Let's finish this. It's bad enough if it was a stepkid, but it's his own blood. Donald Trump's quote-unquote naked sexism, including toward his own daughter, is described in a new book by Miles Taylor, the former Trump administration official who famously wrote a scathing op-ed about the former president under the pen name Anonymous. Taylor, a former chief of staff at the Department of Homeland Security, described several instances that made women in the Trump administration uncomfortable in his upcoming book, Blowback, a warning to save democracy from the next Trump. Oh, so he comes out of Homeland Security, and he ran a department in Homeland Security. Oh, okay, I get it. An extract of which was obtained exclusively by Newsweek. According to Taylor's book, the worst of the behavior was Trump's lewd comments about his own daughter. Aides said he talked about Ivanka Trump's breasts, her backside, and what it might be like to have sex with her. Remarks that once led John Kelly to remind the president that Ivanka was his daughter, Taylor writes. Quote, afterward, Kelly retold the story to me in visible disgust. Trump, he said, was a very, very evil man. Trump's spokesperson has been contacted for comments. Kelly, who was the White House chief of staff, from 2017 to 2019 has been contacted for comment as well. Taylor said he believes Trump remains unchanged as he leads the race for the 2024 Republican uh, presidential nomination and fears a second Trump ter term could be far worse. He's a pervert. He's difficult to deal with. 
the source told Newsweek. This is still the same man, and incredibly, we're considering electing him to the presidency again. Now, everybody and their mama knows if he's a pervert, he fit right in. Because <laughs> these people are the perverts, and they don't hide it. <laughs> Go on. I have a dog. I've got kids. I'm sure many, maybe most of you do too. Can you imagine under any circumstances saying something about physical attributes of your daughter in a, in a sexual manner? It boggles my mind. I'm going to play a brief, a brief clip here from CNN that kind of, I was going to find the individual clips, but this one's the best. And it really puts in perspective what we're talking about here and who we're talking about here and who the Republicans venerate. This is all on, on video. We have them talking about sex. If Ivanka wasn't my daughter, I would likely be dating her. We know what he means by that. He doesn't mean we're going to go to the ice cream social and have a, have a malt at the, at the fountain. He means sex. But let's not kid ourselves. We're adults. We, we know what is being referenced when you talk about dating someone. Watch this brief overview from CNN, and then I'm going to remind you what he said about Tiffany when she was a baby. Hey everyone. Donald Trump has every right to be proud of his daughter. This is CNN. A successful, Ivy League-educated businesswoman, author, and mother. She's now helping run his campaign and introduced her father at the Republican convention. Yet at times, his fatherly praise is downright cringeworthy, like on The View in 2006. Said that if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> far from protecting his daughter from being talked about as a sex object, he has encouraged it multiple times. On Howard Stern's radio show in 2004, and then again Listen. in 2006. By the way, your daughter, she hears from her can I say this? A piece of ass. She looks more voluptuous than ever. She's right. actually always been very voluptuous. She's tall. She's almost six feet tall. In May, Ivanka described herself as a feminist while defending her father on CBS after a scathing New York Times article about his alleged negative treatment of women. Is there unending commentary on the female form? No. No. I've known my father, obviously, my whole life, and he has total respect for women. Please welcome the lovely Ivanka Trump. Still, even Ivanka seemed confused when talk show host Wendy Williams asked about things the two have in common. What's the favorite thing you have in common with your father? Either real estate or golf. Donald, with your daughter? Well, I was going to say sex, but I can't relate that. I can't relate that. Donald Trump has always been proud of his daughter. I call collect to his office. I was probably, you know, 10 years old. He would pick up the phone every single time, and he'd put me on speakerphone. Wouldn't be a long conversation. He'd introduce me to whoever was in his office. And he was front row when Ivanka took to the catwalk during her short-lived career as a fashion model. Still, Donald Trump repeatedly points out how hot his daughter is, saying last year in a Rolling Stone article, yeah, she's really something, and what a beauty that one. If I weren't happily married, and, you know, her father. Well, my daughter, Ivanka. Yeah. She's six feet tall. She's got the best body. Is she hot? 
This is the man that Republicans worship. This is the man that they are, they are heads and shoulders approving of to be the next president of the United States of America. The man they elected once before to lead our country. A man who sexualizes, who fantasizes <laughs> about having sex with his own kids. But QAnon, save the children, right? All an act. It's all to score political points. Remember this moment from an interview with Robin Leach, the lifestyles of the rich and famous, talking about his baby daughter, Tiffany, and referencing, we'll see whether she's going to end up like her mother. Gross. Back in 1994, host Robin Leach asked about their daughter, Tiffany, who was then just a year old. So what does Tiffany have of yours and what does Tiffany have of mine? Well, I think that she's got a lot of mom. She's a really beautiful baby. And she's, uh, she's got um, she's got mama's legs. We don't know whether or not she's got this point yet, but time won't I mean, what, what else needs to be said? This is who Republicans want. If they thought it was bad enough, that with the things that he said about John McCain, I mean, if that didn't do it, if the comment about shooting somebody on Fifth Avenue didn't do it, if the comments about having sex with his own daughter, lusting after her didn't do it, nothing's gonna do it. This is a... So you see, man, lusting after her, talking about having sex with her. He never said anything like that. He said, if I wasn't her father, yeah, I would probably date her. Yeah. She she is tight. Exactly, because he's a playboy. And that's yeah. the perspective that he speaks from. He ain't never hear the fact that he's a playboy. That's, that's who he was. Yeah. Real estate mogul. Playboy. Go ahead, man. Look at all the the videos we have seen with Biden. I mean, we 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 looking at the pictures. There. And, and you and listening to this guy, it's like when when you have proof and just say your child come to you and they just lying and you just said you just got finished looking at the proof and and after a, a while you had to tell him you get mad then because you like stop. Stop. You just can't hear no more. And that's exactly. what this guy sounds like to me. It's like, stop it. It's part of the Democratic Party media operation. This is today. This is now. He went back and got that footage, same footage from 2016, and he done turned it into sex footage with Trump saying he want to have sex with his daughter. Well, we all know what he means. <laughs> The propaganda is absolutely unbelievable. Now, they have to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As I stated earlier, this is them saying it, not me. That their polls is showing that they're in big, 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 big trouble, and nobody wants anything to do with them. That's why Orange Man, who must have saw them same polls, this past weekend says that he's looking at over 200 million votes. Now, steal that. 
and they don't have the capacity to do it mm-hmm. unless they create the kind of environment that allows for it, like fake stuff that they, we know that they do. And again, you mean to tell me this guy can't see none of this stuff that's going on with the entire Biden family, Hunter Biden having sex with his his brother's widow while he, he still got a wife there with him? They weren't separated. But like you say, there's too many people that's educating people. Just like today, I was talking to my auntie on the phone, and while we were talking, the news came on, and it was like breaking news. And so she stopped the conversation and, wait, wait, something breaking. Wait. And then they talking yeah. about Trump getting ready to get indicted or something. And then, like you say, I and she was all in, and then I had to take time to educate her. And, yeah. and that's what, and there's too many of us that know the truth, and that's what we're doing. So when you had your family member, coworkers, when they start buying into the propaganda, you got to educate them and tell. And not, they don't have to take your word for it; they can go look it up for themselves. That's my feelings, Bear. Because if you don't educate them, you yeah. are increasing the harm that's subject to come upon them. Yes. Because they love to call anybody that disagree with them fascists. That's their favorite word. But if you look at what Biden tried to do to people from mandating some fake vaccines to forcing all from from the moment he got in office, he started killing people. Because that's what they do. And now they literally emptying out the Ukraine. Because they don't give a damn about people. As a matter of fact, they literally hate you. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. It doesn't matter. Them people at the top want your ass out of here. And I know some black people can't. They can't quite swallow that. And it's because they watch CNN. Breaking news. Wait, 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 wait. But don't know Jack. They think they know. They know. And all too often, our people specifically take that doo-doo that they get off so-called network news and they run with it as the gospel. They run with it. Now watch this, Bear family. Bear, did you hear about the little girl in Alabama that supposedly saw a baby walking down the highway? A baby walking down the highway. You know what I thought of, Bear, when I first saw that? You with me? I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just talking and had to mute on. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Bear. Say what you're gonna say. No, I was just saying, I, I hear you. Go ahead. I heard. I was okay. letting you know I heard about that, the lady. Yeah. Now watch this. I said from the moment I heard that, this sounds like some juicy Smollett doo-doo. We <laughs> saw a baby walking down the highway in the middle of the night, and you know the first thing came to my mind? 
What's that? Well, that piece we played some time ago from Deja Pale, where he was talking about riding around in the hood trying to get a bag of weed, <laughs> and it was like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Here's this little baby standing out in the street. Yeah, yeah. Selling weed. The first thing that came to my mind was that must have been that baby or that baby's little sister or little brother. If you saw a baby walking around on the highway 10, 11 o'clock at night by itself, he's probably out there selling weed. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what the baby was doing in the Dave Chappelle skit. Right. Okay. And you may not have even noticed it. Okay. If the baby had a diaper on, it ain't out the, the realm of imagination that the baby probably had a nine in his diaper. Mm-hmm. In case you try to stick him up. Because guess what, Bear family? This mm-hmm. past week, an eight-year-old was arrested trying to carjack somebody. An eight-year-old? You heard what I said, Bear. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, how does that happen? We got to deal with some real life issues that are going on in our community. And part of it is people thinking that they can pull stuff like this Carly sister did. And I'm going to say that's what she did because the family don't want to talk. If you wrong and your daughter did wrong, come out here and say you was wrong. And let the people forgive you and get behind you because you didn't do it. But don't start talking about the people like there's something wrong with the people when y'all hyped everybody up over your daughter missing, got half the damn country looking for your daughter. See, that's Juicy Smollett, that little faggot. That's what he did. And then when he got caught, what did he do? He wanted to point the finger at everybody else, the two Africans that's juking him in his butt. He want to blame them. No, it was you. And then when it come time to take the responsibility because it was him, now he going all faggoty on everybody. I can't go to jail because they might try to do something to me. That's what they want. Bubble bear. They get away with it. Why they get away with it, Bear? Because the Democratic Party and all this degeneracy is in power. This is real talk. Now, watch this. Watch this, family. Because this, this, this is really, we're talking about white supremacy and blackface. Y'all think I'm kidding. I'm not. Now, check this out. Uh, this guy, I tried to remember his name some time ago when I talked about him as being one of these gatekeepers, one of these um, media liars that's been running around lying to the people for at least 30 years that I'm aware of when he was just a regular newsman. Now he's graduated to 100% asshole. Or is it whole ass? Because the whole itself ain't big enough to describe him. So let's call him a whole ass. His name you know, is Eugene Robinson. He, um, go ahead, Bill. 
No, I, it's it's, a, it's more than I thought you was talking about Roland Martin. Eugene what? No, Eugene Robinson. He works for the Washington Post. Okay. And, of course, you know, we've been exposing the Washington Post and the New York Times for decades. Now people are finally understanding that one of them worked for Mossad, the other one worked for the CIA. Washington Post is run by the CIA. They literally were paid by the CIA to keep their archives. I mean, you can't make this kind of stuff up. So he comes out, right, and he's on uh, uh, one of them morning programs. I forget which one. But you know it's on um, MSNBC. Okay? We already know that. But he comes out, and he says this today. So... I'm hoping I can pull this up with with little or no problem. Here he is. Uh, okay. And he's being, or what he said is being talked about by Steve Bannon. Uh, Steve Bannon used to be Trump's chief of staff. He's a dyed-in-the-wool nationalist. Okay. But even more than that, he's a strategist. That's really his role. He's a strategist. So he hears what Eugene Robinson says on MSNBC, and he decides to share it with his audience. Okay, so now check this out. Listen to what this so-called black man says. The, uh, the spin and the hack, you know, the hack work of the, of the uh, mainstream media and said, hey, we got to begin an impeachment inquiry on Biden to send a message. Uh, things are heating up. It's going to be a very hot summer, whether the House goes under uh, a point of recess or not. It's going to be quite intense here uh, because uh, people are starting to slug this out. Uh, you saw what they did to President Trump this morning, um, uh, and I called for you know, even tougher uh, changes to happen when President Trump takes the uh, takes or takes the oath of office, and that's what Morning Joe led with this morning. Oh, this is the end of democracy. This is totalitarian. No, this is taking apart. They talk about James Madison. James Madison and the founders never envisioned the Leviathan that has become the administrative state and the deep state. They never envisioned that something that's impervious to elections. And now they're saying no when it, when like in 16, as, as Natalie Winter says, they stole Trump's first presidency the, with, through the nullification project, that when a commander-in-chief comes in, the chief executive of the government and a um, and the, the chief magistrate, that he can't really have anything to do with the Justice Department, can't have anything to do with the FBI, he can't sit there and form this government and start to get rid of these contractors and these bureaucrats that run it. Can we get the Eugene Robinson? Tell me when that clip from the from the cold open is ready. I, I want to when that's ready in Denver. Uh, and by the way, I want to thank the team in Palm Beach yesterday and over the weekend. Just an amazing, real America's voice is just absolutely incredible. I want to play the Gene Robinson. Got, just listen. This is the mentality we're up against. This is the mentality. Gene Robinson is one of the lead columnists for the Washington Post, but he's emblematic of how this how the imperial capital uh, runs in the mindset let's go ahead and play uh, eugene robinson's clip from this morning it's it's outrageous it's incredibly dangerous not just to to our system 
problem of democracy and our democratic values. It's just, it's just dangerous because he's talking about wanting to essentially fire the people in the federal bureaucracy who, who know how to run things, who make the country work, who, who keep our air clean and our water safe and, and who, um, uh, Keep us safe uh, in the intelligence agencies and in the Defense Department and everywhere he sees somebody who, who doesn't toe the line, who doesn't go along with every crazy anti-democratic idea he has, he wants the ability to fire that person and replace him or her. Country well, you know, I think I would bet. Did you hear that? Now, the FBI in particular, but we've seen this for ourselves over the last three years. As a matter of fact, the last five years, almost six, because it was during his term, where these people come up with fake whistleblowers that they got to hide and, and still to this day won't tell you who it is. Fake whistleblowers to try to impeach this guy over phone calls with a little, uh, 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 I don't know what to call Zelensky, a transsexual midget, a midget tranny with his little so-called military uniform on running around the world begging people for money so he can have his own people killed because that's all that's happening. I told you the war was over two months ago. Okay. Somehow, he he comes. It comes out of his mouth because the FBI and the CIA is all over Ukraine as usual. But somehow, to remove these people that uh, we call the the bureaucracy, that's why nothing works. Because the crooks is running every damn thing. That's why an illegal uh, uh, alien is more likely to get housing than somebody that's been working in this country and lost their housing for whatever reason, health or otherwise, or lost their job and can no longer pay their rent. And, and now they're homeless through no fault of their own. It happens. Okay? But if you're here illegally, oh, you get all the trimmings. You see the, the two-facedness of these people? He wants that system to stay in place, the bureaucracy, because the FBI and the CIA keep us safe. While they spying on our ass like nobody is. They run in social engineering media, telling people who to take off and who to put on. They tried a coup d'etat in 2016, and then they tried to, in fact, create a fake so-called insurrection where nobody is armed. They ain't get one pistol from nobody there. How the hell do you overthrow a government with no weapons? It's insane. And all of that stuff has fallen apart. It took them three years to finally charge the most vociferous so-called insurrection is there, and they was making excuses for him. And they got him all over the video 
leading the people to break into the White House on Capitol Hill. And only through somebody like Tucker Carlson, who finally exposed this dude, where they now have to charge him because there is no rational reason for them not to have charged him from the beginning. He leading every damn thing, and they even got him on phone calls talking to his people, talking about, um, he's the main organizer. But he worked for them. And now it's come out that you got, you had the, uh, 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 D.C. police all over the damn thing dressed like Trump supporters. Some of them even got stopped by the uh, uh, Capitol Hill police leaving the rally. And when the police surrounded them on their bicycles, they asked them for identification. You know what they said there? Oh, we police. They all pulled out their identification and showed them that they was Police working the crowd. Undercover. Christopher Ray goes to the House of Representatives and testifies, and he's asked about how many agents that you have on the ground. Oh, well, I can't tell you that because that might compromise uh, uh, our mission and sources. The whole thing was set up by them, and it's going to come out. Because as as I've said before, The Christians call this time that we're in Revelation, where things are being revealed. And then to Kemet, we got a different term for it, okay? <laughs> Other cultures, uh, from a spiritual perspective, all have their name for this particular time period that we're in. So no matter what they do, all of it is going to be revealed. And, Bev, you know, I've used this analogy many it's like uh, a woman going to the hairdresser to get the mm-hmm. slit ends cut off, and when she uh, come out the hairdresser, she look like a wet chicken by the head. <laughs> you know what's coming next, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming next. So it's going to be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> so... So that's the times that we're in. Now, you can stay on that line side if you want to, where men claiming to be women and all this kind of crap. You some Democrats and them three quarters of Republicans you want. But I'm going to say it again. It's obvious that the people are not listening to them. That's their predilection, Okay. Now, let me show you how you got to be really careful about the system of white supremacy, particularly when it comes in blackface. This ain't no joke, family. This is real stuff. Now, y'all heard, uh, and we pointed out, and apparently Oprah responded to Dave Chappelle basically pointing out that she's a handler for the elite pedophiles and these serial rapists, right? And they paid her well. Didn't they? Didn't they let her make her some movies and 
you know, some mammy movies. Mammy. I'm tired of mammy movies. I'm tired of slave movies. Black people have much more uh, capacities than mammy and slavery. I want those movies. Okay? Give me some... uh, uh, Akhenaten movies. And I want... Damn it. I want to see his daddy. Let's show him from when he was a young boy so we can see his daddy and chocolate brown he was. Okay? But I ain't going to see them movies because they want me not to even exist until 1619. Look, everybody know about Oprah Winfrey. Go ahead, Beth. No, I'm not saying that. I'm listening. Yeah. So we ain't got to create no fictitious stuff. And put the concept of talk in there as well. Since we're talking about, uh, or we're going to talk about AI, taught it was me. Put that background in there. Because now y'all telling us that 11 uh, levels of consciousness that we're able We don't need you to tell us that. That's for the uninitiated. People on this program know about them different levels because we talked about it ad infinitum in the chakra system, in the system of frequencies. We've broken it all down. And we've also pointed, as Robert Kennedy Jr. is pointing out, that it's eyes that's messing up people's heads and killing their spiritual capacity. And boy, did they jump on him. They start calling him anti-Semitic because he's pointing out that Jewish people are the manufacturers of all the venom. So if you tell the people the truth, you the devil. Well, Oprah Winfrey created a school in Africa that for some reason attracted apparently a number of lesbians. I don't know how that happens. Because depending on what country you're talking about in Africa, you're subject to lose your head, literally, coming with that perversion, particularly on young children. Again, we already know Barack Obama went to Africa and they told him to take your ass back to America and deal with the problems you got. Don't be trying to bring us no LGBT here. Because that ain't our culture. That's your culture. Okay? And, of course, the Democrats want to barbecue them for telling them to take that stuff back where you got it from. So now, Oprah was also close to another guy, okay? So we got to school, right? Mm -hmm. We know she was close to that serial rapist out of Hollywood. Yeah. Right? That was her buddy. I mean, bosom buddy. And Sister Betty. And and wasn't Obama's wife, too? Wasn't he her buddy, too? No. No? No. No. They okay. they grew to know each other, but before Obama became the president, 
she didn't know jack about geo mm. okay uh no as uh, obama was put in the white house then she becomes a part of that whole filthy thing that the that these people represent mm-hmm. okay but before she got to the white house she knew obama was sleeping with men because the white boy, one of the white boys he slept with, gave a press conference at the National Press Club. He had all of the documentation to prove it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so uh, she's just one of them homely, homely-ass black women. I'm talking about Michelle Obama, okay, who couldn't get a man probably if she grabbed him by the neck. So she was, in effect, a beer. I'm not going to get on here and say that uh, she's a man because I ain't got no evidence for that. I'm going to leave that up to other people to come with that. But I find it quite interesting that her husband gets in the White House. Bill Clinton comes with don't ask, don't tell, remember? That was his gift to the degenerate class. That's where he come from. Raping women like, like he owned them, just like Biden. Okay, and get off. <clears throat> and the other thing was his. Remember, uh, Bear, mm-hmm. uh, Roger Clinton, Bill Clinton's brother, right? Yeah. Said that Bill Clinton had a nose like a Hoover vacuum cleaner when it came to cocaine. Mm-hmm. That's not my opinion. That's what his brother said. Family. And you can go to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and pull up Clinton toga parties where he was having high school girls in the governor's mansion feeding them cocaine so he could feed on them. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette, the number one newspaper in Arkansas, at least it was back then, forward slash Clinton toga parties, like he in some frat house, right? But now, here's the other guy that's close to Oprah that uh, I, I guarantee she don't want to talk about this cat. Check this out. Judge Joe Brown will. <laughs> you see 
he wasn't just accused of abusing and raping women, family. He was also accused of trafficking children. John of God, Oprah's spiritual advisor. Now, let me ask the family. Y'all can put it in the chat room because I'm sure y'all might know one or two that run in your circle. How many serial rapists, pedophiles, and child abusers do you have in your circle? Don't all y'all rush to the chat room at the same time because you might make the system crash. I know y'all got at least two or three of them that you're close with, like Oprah. <laughs> the Michigan State House dishing out stupidity. You'd think somebody would have read the Constitution. You and I talked about that the other day. How short it is. It's not long, is it? No, it's not. Um, it takes about 15, 20 minutes to go through it. And all of these people that are in the news, pushing news, participating in making the law, and they haven't read it. Well, it says for decades, this from his small town in central West Brazil, John of God, um, worldwide reputation as a median and faith healer. Oprah endorsed this man on her talk show in 2012 after traveling all the way to Brazil to interview him, calling him inspiring and encouraging women to seek his help. But his empire came crashing down in 2018 when a scandal of um, gigantic proportions broke, revealing that the median had used hundreds of women and girls who had sought his spiritual help. John God would spend the rest of his life behind bars, but the most disturbing allegations against, against him have been brushed under the carpet. What do you mean, R? Oh, oh, you, when you say R, do you mean that word? Yes, the four letters, yes. Great. Facebook to say it. YouTube doesn't want you to say, but it's right up there on the screen. Some uh-huh. stupid nonsense. By the way, again, we all need to snatch Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and all of the bunch of them in the court because they're violating our rights. And when you are an idiot and you think they can get away with it just because they are a private entity, think about the guy who got snatched in front of the Supreme Court when he was ordered to make a wedding cake for somebody he didn't like. And that was just a one-man operation. Or the woman who wouldn't do the wedding website for some more people she didn't like. That was just one person. But the case wound up in front of the Supreme Court. See, the rule is if you interfere with, impact, or have influence on interstate commerce or communications, you become a venue where all of the civil rights attend. Now, clearly Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, etc., have big impacts on maybe hundreds of millions of people, so they certainly get stuck with the consequences. So we need to snatch them in because this suppression of free speech is unconstitutional. Now, now go back, family, to them two white boys that I played earlier. And both of them were very comfortable calling people fascists. 
when in fact, if you look at the forced behavior change of the people that are running the Democratic Party trying to force people to do every damn thing. There's not nothing that people want to do. They're forcing people to do a call on the mandates and all this kind of garbage. That's fascism. Orange Man said you can take the, the venom or you can take alternatives. That's your choice. They bring the courts in there, and he's scanning. Oh, you, they're talking about taking people's children if you didn't get the venom. They were talking about locking people up in concentration camps. This is on MFNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC. Over something that now they're running away from like they track stars, family. They're running away from the fake virus. Totally running away from it. They want some truth and reconciliation and be forgiven for trying to say we're going to take people's children if they don't get the venom. Making people take the venom gets taken to the Supreme Court and found to be unconstitutional. And what does the courts do? He tries to use another government agency, OSHA, and threaten people taking their jobs if you don't get the venom. And now... Robert Kennedy Jr. comes out and says, point blank, that there appeared to be a methodology behind the forcing people to take the venom because different lots of the venom were specifically targeted ethnically to two groups of people in particular, and they were to spare two other groups. The two groups that were targeted was black people and white people. Those two groups was to get the killer venom. Then the two other groups that were supposedly spared were Asians and Ashkenazi Jews, not Sephardic, because they got black blood in them, but the Ashkenazi, the German Jew, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Jew, the beast that's behind the scenes running everything, changing their name so you can't recognize the guilty. That's Robert Kennedy Jr. And I know when that dude says anything about vaccines, because he's been on it for over 20 years that I'm aware of, he ain't just got on them vaccines. He's been on it for a long time. So when he says something, I can guarantee you he's got a wealth of documentation to back up what he said, but they don't care because that's what they do. They immediately censored him because that's what real fascists do. Go look at what Hitler did and Mussolini did. And these fascists, these Nazis, are trying to take over the world using the United Nations. Now, if you don't know that, you need to go take a look. Seriously. Before you open your mouth and make yourself look not too bright, you need to go take a look. Okay? Or ask somebody. 
Ain't nothing wrong with asking people about things you don't know. That's a, that's what a smart person does. A fool tries to act like he knows something and they really don't. Them people that get you killed. Let's go back to Joe Brown. Because, see, Oprah seems to have a whole bunch of these kind of friends. Because they have an agenda that they do not want to be subjected to clear and open debate. They want to suppress anything or any words that make somebody feel uncomfortable. Now, absent obscenity, there is nothing that you can't do under the First Amendment. Correct. If you defame their character, well, proof is an absolute defense, and that's only personal. It's no way to prevent you from doing it. You have a right to do it. You just may have personal consequences uh, when it comes to a lawsuit. And by the way, the purpose of a defamation action is somebody doesn't pick up a gauntlet, slam somebody across the face and challenge them to a duel. Well, Again, you know, we have all these restrictions, but you have all this other demonic things going on. And I do see both our guests. Um, I'm about to bring them up in one minute. But um, so John the guy, and the reason why I brought up this particular thing, not only because it was trending, but it is a relation to what we're going to be talking about, you know, i.e. sound of freedom, um, human trafficking. It says also baby trafficking operation. An anti-child trafficking activist blew the whistle claiming John Nagar ran a baby trafficking operation where children were then sold to childless couples. So, listen, this man is going to be behind bars. There are a lot of people that should be behind bars participating in this type of demonic behavior. But one of the questions, and I am going to pose this to um, my guest, um, Keisha, you know, and, and, and everyone on the panel, but, you know, yes, we need to lock up this, the bad people, but we also need to do something to rescue children and babies and, you know, women and men who are caught up in this human um, trafficking. Now, do you know what's interesting, Bear? Besides Oprah seeming to hang out with a bunch of these kind of people? What's that? Where's all the Hollywood, we are the world, we are the children? Where's the save the children people? Mm -hmm. Based on this movie that just came out that she mentioned, uh, talking about child trafficking, with the biggest recipient of the child trafficking being the United States. Where's all the actors and actresses with the we are the world and we love the children stuff? Don't this seem kind of strange that they would be attacking that movie? They are with the children. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. Because yeah. they're supporting the mutilation of the children today. Yeah. Turning little boys into little girls and the little girls into little boys. They all for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. So now. You talk about white supremacy and blackface. You tell me what Oprah Winfrey is. She's a prime example. Man, oh man, right in your face. Nobody has that many 
a close friend and your spiritual advisor, nobody I know has that many different people from different walks of life all doing the same degenerate stuff. Maybe it's because Oprah is really a degenerate, but she's able to keep it behind closed doors. Let's invite Monique on the show and see if we can get two or three words out of her on this subject, Beth. That would be interesting. I think it would. I think Monique would drill a hole in her ass and let all the out. Now, watch this, family. Early on, I mentioned that one of the primary things that black people should do, since Trump is a black uh, is a white nationalist, and again, if you don't know, like Malcolm said, my political philosophy is nationalism. I'm a black nationalist, and more than anything, I understand that it was nationalism that's the reason that Africans have some modicum of freedom today. They had to fight for it. They didn't go to the government or the U.N. and say, give me, give me this, give me that. Because the U.N. is an illegitimate institution. Period. And if you go there, at best, what you're going to get is disappointed. Check their history. Don't take my word for it. Now, let me show you the dichotomy in the system of white supremacy. This is why I said what I said, family, about what black people should do or expect Trump to do since he claims to be a nationalist. Because, see, there's philosophy that comes with that. You're going to find this extremely interesting. I don't think I sent this to you, Bear, but if you want, I will. Okay, send it to me. I'll post it. The first one is Georgia Maloney, okay? And this is from the liberal hive mind. Georgia Maloney was just elected a couple of years ago in a major upset because she's a nationalist in Italy, okay? She's the president of Italy. And she raised hell because she was against world government. Okay? Very, very important. Uh, So you know automatically that she's going to catch some flack because she was calling out the people that are advocates for world government. But what she just did basically illustrates and we should ask ourselves, why is it that there are no black politicians in this country? And Italy, like France, has a long history of colonialism when it comes to black people. Okay? Not to the degree as France, because France was one of those superpowers. Okay? Keep that in mind. I just sent it to you, Bear. And listen to what George Maloney says. I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. Anyway, this is from the liberal hive mind. 
France's immigration policies, of course, following the riots, have been at the forefront of the political discussion, especially in Europe. And Georgia Maloney chimed in. Questo si chiama Franco Cies. Wait, I'm going to have to translate it, family, because uh, the subtitles are at the bottom. But she's speaking uh, Italian. So she's holding up uh, a monetary note. She says this is called the CFA franc, which is the Italian currency. It is a colonial currency that France prints for 14 African nations. 14. Okay? France is printing their currency. To which, to which it applies seniorage and by virtue of which it exploits the resources of these nations. In other words, it dictates the price of the currency. And by keeping the value of the currency extremely low uh, compared to the French franc, it can get resources for more or less pennies on the dollar, right? Now, keep immigration in mind, because I told you, family, they emptying out uh, Latin America and Africans because they want uh 300 million, 300 to 600 million, I know that's a large fluctuation, but I've seen both numbers, of people from South America in this country. Because they, they had every intention of emptying out this country with people that took the venom. And as I told you, and as Robert F. Kennedy told you, it was primarily aimed towards black people and white people. Okay. So that's what she's saying here. Let's keep going. Then she says, this is a child who works in a gold mine in Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso is one of the poorest nations in the world. France prints colonial money for Burkina Faso, which has gold. In return, they demand 50% of everything that Burkina Faso exports ends up in the coffers of the French Treasury. 50% of everything that Burkina Faso ends up uh, in the coffers of the French Treasury. Now, where I live, they call that slavery. The gold that this child goes down a tunnel to extract, and you know something, Bev, family? Bev, I hope the family takes a look at this. This looks like that little baby that that lying little black girl said that she saw on the end of the highway. Or 
that baby that Dave Chappelle uh, ran into and said he was out at 3 o'clock in the morning selling weed. Hmm. It mostly ends up in the coffers of the French state. So the solution is not to take the Africans and bring them to Europe. The solution is to free Africa from certain Europeans who exploit it. Let me add this. The answer is not to bring Juan Valdez and all his relatives here under some fake I care for y'all policies when uh, before you institute this policy, you were assassinating and overthrowing their leaders with death squads all over Latin America, just like you did in Africa. And allow these people to live off what they have. Holy frickin' base. I mean, the red pill of all red pills. I never looked at it from that angle. I haven't studied European history probably to the extent that I should. I haven't really developed and formulated concrete political stances and opinions when it comes to European politics. It's just not exactly my domain. But I have to say, watching this moment was helpful in terms of crafting my perspective. She is 100% correct. Now, what did we say needs to take place there in, in terms of uh, a black people's perspective on Africa? Because I'm going to tell you, family, until Africa gets free, ain't no black people nowhere on this planet free. I don't care what you think. If you got France creating the currency and dictating the value of 14 African countries, what the hell does that tell you? See, now, go celebrate some Juneteenth and tell me that you're free. Go ahead. I'll leave a light on for you. Because we need some light. Right about now, we in total darkness. And just because your eyes have adjusted to the darkness don't mean you're in the light. Now, you tell me, Bear, how come I got to go to a, a woman out of Italy who is a nationalist? That's what she said. Why do I have to go to this woman to hear the painful truth about what needs to take place all over Africa and the Caribbean, which is nothing more than an extension of Africa. How come I ain't hearing none of these Negro Japs in the House and the Senate and in your particular locale raising hell about the system of neocolonialism that's operating openly right in front of us? And she only talked about Burkina Faso. The same thing applies to Haiti. Haiti is not a poor country. Haiti, like other uh, Caribbean countries, are in the grip of the real system of white supremacy. We told you who behind the scenes uh, uh, manipulating Haiti. 
we name the names of the families. And the people at the very top, you can ask Russell Simmons, because that's who's pulling his chain, are Syrian Jews. So now, when I talk about a Russell Simmons or Oprah Winfrey, I'm talking about white supremacy and blackface. And don't let me leave out Eugene Robinson talking about the FBI's looking out for us and keeping us safe. When they running all these, I can't say all, but a large number of the so-called mass shooters, the FBI know all of them. It's like they're all part of a fraternity or something. Well, yeah, we know who they are. We had them on the radar, but somehow they fell off. Or their daddy or somebody worked for the FBI. Exactly. You see? But we got to go here from George Maloney, the little white girl, the same thing we said in 2016, that African people, which had the capacity in terms of the riches all over Africa and in the Caribbean. Okay? That's why the UN has to implement sustainable development. That's why Barack Obama goes to Africa and tells the Africans, y'all want to cut down on your car use. You've already been underdeveloped by these white people. Now you can't have air conditioning and, and, you, and drive a car for some fake-ass global warming. Climate change. Now, really, how is he going to tell some Africans about some climate warming when they live in the sun? Because he felt that people in Africa worshipped him like black folk who are blind in this country worshipped him. They don't anymore. So Michelle Obama, according to Roger Stone, is going to be the Democratic Party nominee because they're getting ready to get rid of Camilla or, or Cameltoe. I haven't, heard of, I haven't heard anything about her lately. Where's she been? She's been missing in action. Uh, that's what they do. They hide them until they can spring them on you. Hmm. They ran that, they ran that uh, refugee from the 1950s, slickhead governor out of California. They put him out in here in the media, and he made a damn fool of himself wherever he went. He has all the charisma of a grapefruit. He just happens to reside in one of the communist strongholds that would be California and the other one being New York. But there's a lot of unhappy people in both of those places. So I expect both of those places to go through some major changes because, uh, again, they let their mouth write a check that their ass can't cash. Now they're begging the government for money because they can't house all them thousands and thousands and thousands of illegals that have come here. That we paying for. Mind-blowing. And like I said at the beginning of the program, you can't get housing when they can get it. But the government tell you, well, I'm sorry, we got to put you on a waiting list. 
these bastards ain't waiting for nothing but chili and tacos. Where's mine? Where's my chili? Where's my taco? Where's mine? I want mine. And when they don't get it, they tear up the hotels in New York. Man, I got one more piece for you, family, to show you. And as I said before, I had to go out on a limb to show you, in terms of the future, what's coming from their perspective and how you're going to be able to successfully fight it back. And one of the things you're going to do, you're going to have to do, is you're going to have to maintain your philosophical perspective, like me, mine is black nationalism, all right? Uh, whatever these white folks demand in terms of their sovereignty, I said this to the Hebrew brothers, do not expect to get your sovereignty from the United Nations. I don't give a damn what they tell you. You can't tell me that I'm going to be sovereign, and then on the other side of your mouth, you're running around here talking about world government. You're not only talking about it, you're trying to implement it. And I love all my Hebrew brothers, but I love truth more. Okay? Just like I love, I mean, my Moorish brothers, just like I love my Hebrew brothers. But they would agree with me that the truth is more valuable, particularly in the world we're in today. Because that's going to help them. That's going to help them. And that's all I'm trying to do here. Okay? Don't think that this is Orange Man's fault. I'm going to say it again, then I'm going to go to this other piece. This one's going to blow your mind, too. It was Orange Man that basically said that he went in front of the United Nations and said, y'all need to take care of your own people because we're taking care of our own. That's what he said. All right? Because he ain't about dropping no bombs on people. His bombs are literally economic bombs. Just what China is doing right now. China ain't attacking nobody. China is using their economic wherewithal to take over countries. They bind the countries. Where we'll give you X number of dollars and you can we'll help you, we'll send our our geographers and our people with the expertise to build your highways and uh and other structures. That's what China is doing. That's what America did a hundred and some years ago. The only difference is when the country said, Well, you know, we appreciate the offer, but no th- America would send their goons in there and shoot up the country. Now, I got one more here, and it's from another white woman. A white woman, not black people. I wish I could get this from black people, black politicians. But I can't. They're too far up in Joe Biden's ass and George Soros. They love George Soros. I heard that little representative out of Texas, uh, that brother Michael Jahan mentioned uh, on the last program, talking about how much she loved George Soros. 
like he's your friend. All right, Steen Anderson, a member of the Europe of the European Union. Okay, out of Germany. She been waging war against world government out of Germany. And now, all over Europe, there's a nationalist revolution taking place. They knocked it down with a fake COVID, but now it's it's risen back up and it's overthrowing all these fake governments. I'm not going to play this one, uh, one one of the other ones I got, but I'm sure some of you heard what happened to uh, Trudeau, the so-called crime minister of Canada, when he went uh, claiming to be an advocate of the indigenous people that they damn near murdered all of in, in the name of the crown. And when he went there, he thought that he's going to be greedy because he thinks he's doing something for them, and they booed his ass unmercifully. You can pull it up, family. Trudeau booed by indigenous Canadians. You know, some of them Canadians that the former queen and her husband went to one of the schools in Canada, picked out a bunch of children that they wanted, and the children disappeared, never to be heard or seen again. Well, what more would you expect from people who claim a lineage of Vlad the Impeller, otherwise known as Dracula? They make you think he was a monster for drinking blood. And they out here trying to create a market for it. This is Christine Anderson. Check this out. run by multi-billionaires should never be allowed to act in place of a democratically elected government. They will be exposed, each and every one of them, by name. Because guess what? There's elections coming up, and the people might be interested in who is responsible for the abolition of democracy. Yeah, thank you so much for coming today. And thank you, Misla, for uh, really putting in the work and making this happening today. And I really will have to say, I am so very honored to be here seven very brave citizens who came here today to launch an initiative for a European Citizens Initiative, an initiative which will hopefully be accepted by the EU Commission, although I don't really hold my breath, to be quite frank, but I seriously hope we will uh, be able to do that. These seven citizens are so incredibly brave because they stand up against this despicable attempt by the globalitarian misanthropists to strip us of freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. 
They simply say no to the attempt of granting an unelected body governing powers. They simply say no. And that's what we all should do, because this will end if we simply say no. And that's what we're here to do today. Because an unelected body like WHO, who is controlled and run by multi-billionaires, should never be allowed to act in place of a democratically elected government. Never, ever. In democracies, ladies and gentlemen, it is government of the people, by the people, for the people. In any government, of anywhere in the world, who disregards this fundamental principle of democracy by supporting this unprecedented power grab by WHO is an anti-democrat demonstrating nothing contempt for the people. And these seven brave citizens, they will not stand for this and neither will we. I will expose anyone, whether it's a member of a government in a member state or a government around the world or a member of parliament in the European member states or parliaments around the world who do not respect the people and do not respect democracy, I will see to it. They will be exposed, each and every one of them by name. Because guess what? There's elections coming up and the people might be interested in who is responsible for the abolition of democracy. So we are here today to tell you, WHO, globalitarian misanthropists, we are here today to tell you, you picked this fight, you wanted this fight, well, guess what? You've got it. Let's fight. Because these brave citizens, my colleagues and I, we will not tire every step of the way. These brave seven citizens and millions and millions more around the world, these are the people you will have to reckon with from now on. Because we are millions, millions around the world. It is you that is the small French minority. You are the ones who do not have the right to dictate to the people what they want and what they don't want. So take it from us. Take it from the seven citizens who gathered here today. Take it from the millions and millions of people around the world. We will bring you down, and we will not fire until we have done just that. So brace yourself. We are here, and the fight is on. So let's commence with the fight. Why don't we? Thank you. Two white women. 
two white women. While black folks want to give you John a God. Okay? And Eugene Robinson want to give you the FBI and the CIA as your savior. And Biden. And the Democratic Party. What do they give you? Some some rep or what? No. Here's what they really want to give you, family. This is the last piece. I know I'm long on the videos today, but as you can see, uh, it's for a very good reason. Now, I'm going to give you the last piece that I want you to take away with you from this particular part of the, of the form or, or this series. And, Bev, I know I, I think I sent you this one. It's uh, Tyrone Biggums. Oh, yeah. I, it's in the chat room. Excellent. And it's called I Smoke Rock. <laughs> this is a tribute to the three bags of cocaine that they found hidden in the White House, not laying on the floor, but they can't figure out where it came from. With one of the biggest crackheads in the country currently residing in the White House. This is in his honor, family. This is what you vote for if you're a Democrat. Right 
butter and crack. You tell me, Bear. Maybe I missed something here. I had to miss something. Okay? I had to miss something. So now you can see, at least I hope you can, family, why we kind of delve into this thing called white supremacy and blackface. All right, people celebrating the enslavement of African people all over this world. They want you to think, because the Old Testament told you that you can now celebrate some Juneteenth, that somehow you free. You didn't take Juneteenth as no holiday for yourself. It was given to you. Straight fake out. And it's our fault as adults. I see it ours collectively. I have to tell our young people that you better be careful about people trying to give you something for nothing all the time. Because in the final analysis, that's pretty much what you'll end up with. Nothing. Okay? And we really, as black people, we have to be able to recognize the system of white supremacy. That's why I'm doing it. We have to be able to recognize it. Because it's coming at us in blackface. Now, if I'm wrong, family, you tell me what Oprah Oprah Winfrey and her friends, her stable of friends, really represent. What they rep- Do they represent you? You represented by John of God? Because Oprah Winfrey is the model that you're supposed to emulate. Ninety-nine years in the joint. And as far as I'm concerned, that ain't enough time. Okay? That's not enough time. 
He needs to get more. Family. He deserves more. So now, I'm going to do this, family, and hope I can get through a lot of what I didn't even touch today. And that is the research, the further research on the real system of white supremacy. And if you recall, when we stopped last week, we were talking uh, about PayPal and the AVL, a match made in censorship hell. Now, you tell me, family, who's doing the censoring? Because censorship is fascism. Because guess what? The robot, Old Testament Zuckerberg, comes out and creates a new social media organ. And guess what happens? It's the people who were formerly on Twitter able to say certain things from the Democratic Party point of view. The algorithm, the AI, apparently, and accepting it on this new so-called social media platform called Fred. And you know what it's doing? It's censoring them based on what they're saying. These are so-called Democratic Party influencers because they can't say what they want to say on Twitter anymore because there's millions of people just waiting for them to come on there with their lies and they get fact-checked in real time by the people. Then you know what they do. They go in the closet and hide because now they can't just lie and don't get some pushback on their lies. So they felt that they could do that on threads because that's the robot Zuckerberg. And little did they know that they would get censored immediately, and that's what happened. So now they're bitching and moaning about threads censoring them because that's what fascists do. Okay? So it's like when we stopped last week, we pointed out that what Orange Man said down in, uh, what was it? Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, where they had the uh, uh, the little dust up where the, uh, I think one person got killed, got run over by a car driven by a so-called white supremacist. And Trump said that there were good people on both sides. And then they said, even when one of those sides is violent racist like the Proud Boys, and the other is people who oppose and confront those races. <laughs> now, I forget the name of this group that are, oh, what's the name of them? They're part of the Democratic Party goon squad. They've been practicing for the last few years on gun ranges, right? Practicing how to kill the opposition. 
Redneck Mafia, something like that. Redneck Revolt. Google it, family. They were down there in that rally, right, where they had the fake white supremacists dressed in the khaki pants and carrying the tiki torches. That was the federal government. That was the FBI because they done done it about four or five times. And every single time they do it, it's being used to push the Democratic Party agenda. Then they go back into hiding, never to be heard from again, until it's time to push another Democratic Party policy. I'm not making this up. This is what they're doing. If they weren't doing it, I wouldn't say it. And they just got busted this last time they did it. Okay? Um, Y'all might recall the photograph where they supposedly went to protest uh, a pro-abortion rally. I forget what city it was in. And they got arrested by the police, and they were all sitting down on the ground with their handcuffs. And you know what was really strange? None of them had their masks taken off. They're all of them sitting there, so-called with handcuffs on, with masks on. <laughs> now, who does that? That's the first thing the police do. They want to identify you. They go in your pockets. They take your identification. If you wear any kind of uh, thing to obstruct your face, it's coming off. Not in this case. Okay. Anyway, they go on here to say in this article, ties directly with the central bank digital currency that's not physical. Okay. It's all computerized. And if you think you're not going to uh, do what you are uh, mandated to do, if you don't do it, they'll cut off your account. We've seen specific instances of that taking place even before the digital currency, where banks just basically tell you, we close in your account. Okay? Well, that's what PayPal, who about a year and a half ago got caught sending out a letter that they were going to step up their practice of preventing people from raising funds for whatever reason they have based on their political philosophy. And now we know, well, we knew back then, that PayPal is in direct partnership with the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League of B'nai B'rith. And it ain't just PayPal. It's the one I'm on now. I'm just in this little corner on the Internet, so they ain't caught up with me yet. But when they do, I guarantee you, they're going to shut it down. What's the what's the name of the other one, Bear? The other what? The other uh, uh, PayPal system. Oh, GoFundMe. Go, GoFundMe, yeah. Yeah. PayPal and GoFundMe are sister and brother. They're controlled by the establishment. Now, there's another one that was created in light of these gangsters, okay? And it won't do that to you. So uh, many people have started to use that as opposed to these gangsters. Because really the what it is, I, I can't recall the name of it. Uh, okay. I'm sure somebody in the, because that's what yeah. happened in Canada. Yeah, somebody in the chat will, will give you the oh, name. Oh, yeah, when they shut the money down, okay. Yeah, they just take your money. 
Yeah. Not because you broke any laws, but because they can. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then they started uh, confiscating and shutting down individual bank accounts. Yeah. And when you do that, when they do that, you you can't get your money out. So I said, and I know people ain't going to listen, because I ain't got 35 uh, JDS, DDS, etc. behind my name. That's all right. I ain't going to have it, because I don't care for it. Okay? But I said, you need to be, people in this country need to be a little bit more proactive, because in the future, it's not going to be about black and white. I've already told you that. You're going to need white allies, right, that I didn't say control you. I said that you are allied with, meaning you keep your identity and they keep theirs. But you all collaborate on some things. You're going to need some of them because they can go places uh, and where you can't go because your paint jobs stick out. And by the same token, they're going to need some of us to go where they can't go. Because as the little white girl pointed out, this is a fight that we in here. And you're going to need some spies. All right? The same thing occurred during the Civil War. You had black people fighting on both sides. And then when the so-called victors won, we continued to get our ass whooping. But they told you that your side won. But you got our ass whooping for 100 years, all the way up to the so-called Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Movement. All won by the Democratic Party. Unbelievable. Until the 1960s, and then they switched it. Then it became the Republican Party, all of a sudden. Prior to that, black people was Republicans. Ain't it interesting how that works? As Malcolm tried to tell you, they call them Dixiecrats. And when you went up north, they called them Northern Liberals. The same people that's really whooping your ass today. Let's keep going. They say, but PayPal's partnership with the ADL threatens to go even further down this worrying road. The ADL, which was founded in 1913 as the Anti-Defamation League of B'nai B'rith, has been on the right side of many issues related to racism and intolerance. But it also has a long history of acting as essentially an informal lobbying group for the Israeli government and conflating opposition to Israel's apartheid policy with anti-Semitism, as well as attacking the left and skirting dangerously close to bigotry itself. They're going to say, this history goes all the way back to the 1960s. When the ADL, then ADL's then leader, attacked the same civil rights group, 
the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee over its anti-Zionist stance, charging it with extremism and ties to the Soviet Union and now Arab propaganda machine and putting it in the same league as the Ku Klux Klan. So the ADL said that SNCC was as as racist as the Ku Klux Klan, meaning black people would have to hang themselves. Okay, to show you that the Anti-Defamation League is no friend to anybody, but particularly black people. But as I told you, that black politician and others, she ain't alone, out of Texas, Sheila Jackson Lee, sitting up there in the House of Representatives talking about the FBI and the CIA as being friends of black people, looking out for our our democracy. Whatever the hell that is, I don't know what that is. They go on here to say, in the words in 1961 of its national director, the ADL, quote, for many years has maintained a very important confidential investigation co- investigative coverage of Arab and propaganda, unquote, and, quote, an information gathering operation since 1948, unquote, focusing on Arab state organizations and groups. By 1993, a police raid on this California headquarters found this surveillance went much, much further, encompassing more than 600 mostly liberal organizations, including the NAACP, the ACLU, and the International Treaty Council, International Indian Treaty Council. But that's ancient history by now, right? Unfortunately not. Under its former president, Abraham Foxman, with whom the ADL was virtually synonymous for years, the organization began increasingly embracing Washington's Islamophobic war on terror and subsuming its stated principle of ensuring a world in which no group or individual suffer from bias, discrimination, or hate, unquote to the more central goal of defending Israeli apartheid and maintaining the government connections to do so. Now, I'm going to ask a very interesting question of the family. Do y'all remember just about 10 years, not even 10 years ago, about six or seven years ago, your government was telling you that, uh, uh, one of the biggest or at the top of the list in terms of extremism was Islamic terrorism. Do y'all remember the Islamic terrorism that they scared the boo-boo out of most of y'all with going back to 2001? Do y'all remember that when they was telling you Arabs are your bitter enemy because they monsters? Uh, Dr. X, what... What's the name of that title you're reading again, and where is it from? It's called PayPal and the ADL, mm-hmm. a match made in censorship hell. Okay. 
It's from Jacobin, J-A-C-O-B-I-N.com. Okay. And I just want to say we have 17 more minutes, and you can listen to the rest of the show uh, on the phone, 323-642-1586, and push number one if you have a question or a comment. Don't forget to uh, send Dr. Robert X a donation through his GoFundMe, which is on the page uh, while it's still up. So please send a donation. (laughs) Yeah, we're under no illusions there because we said it even before you put that uh, website up there. I mean, before you even put it up there. We did. uh, I said I'd rather take a loss and go through the mail. But even that ain't safe no more because they done took right. control of the post office. That's how they was able to steal the last election. Exactly. With all these, all these bogus so-called votes. So they politicize everything. Nothing is sacred to them because they don't have no sacred obligations to anything or anybody because they feel like they're chosen. At least that's what they say. Of course, my response is always chosen by whom for what? Because I didn't choose y'all asses. I didn't choose you at all. It's like a stop sign in the middle of nowhere where no traffic goes. Why would I stop? I didn't put the stop sign up there. So as far as I'm concerned, it don't belong there. And as such, I'm not observing it. We've always said the answer is nonviolent, nonparticipation. People have taken variations of that, and I'm really happy about that, okay? Because you heard the little white girls say, just say no, right? You heard the, the dude running out of Canada, right? Chris Guy, uh, he says, just say no. So there are a lot of variations on it, but our response to these people is nonviolent, non-participation. Stop participating in the stuff that they put out here. And that'll begin a long road back to where we were. And that is putting ourselves in a position to be respected based on our behavior and not begging your enemy for anything. Like Malcolm said, you think you ain't got no enemy? You got an enemy. And as he warned us, in many cases, they're coming at you in blackface. Okay? Now, they say, when the right over the intentionally misnamed Ground Zero Mosque, a classic case of right-wing cancel culture targeting a planned Islamic cultural center with a pool and basketball court, that was to be built two blocks away from where the Twin Towers had stood, Foxman sided with them. Just as survivors of the Holocaust are entitled to feelings that are irrational, he said to widespread condemnation, September 11 victims uh, and families, anguish entitles them to positions that others would categorize as irrational or bigoted. Okay. They say on the ADL's 100-year anniversary, Foxman claimed that Jews had it worse than Muslims and that anti-Muslim hatred didn't happen after after 9-11 before explaining 
that Representative Peter King's call for more surveillance of Muslims was a natural response in blaming Muslim communities that have been brought in and are not assimilating. Okay? So, we know y'all got some pain. But y'all pain is far less than ours. So we ain't accepting your pain as pain. But you got to accept ours as pain. And the only group of people, that's why they buking your family, the only group of people push back on them and be documented in doing so by pointing out that they ran the plantations and they ran and financed the slave trade. And they know it. And once you get them to respond to that, now you can begin to open up the historical can of worms that they have to keep closed because they can't justify no African lineage. I don't give a damn what they say. The invaders, I'm sorry, illegal immigrants, because that's what happened in Kemet. A bunch of illegal immigrants came in there. Before you know it, they took over the damn country. Really interesting how this stuff seems to play itself out over time. Okay? So now, they go on to say, oh, notice, family, as I, the point I was making earlier, they told you up until a few years ago, and everybody knows it in this country, that being an Arab was synonymous with being a terrorist because the government wanted you to think that way because they had an agenda. Even though they created, as we pointed out, that fake ISIS, they financed and created al-Qaeda. They did all of this. Your government did this. And they admit it. <laughs> Look, one of the people that created Al-Qaeda, uh, they called them Mujahideen back then, in the late 1970s under Jimmy Carter, his daughter, Brzezinski, is sitting up on MFNBC pissing in your face like she's a paragon of virtue. Her daddy is responsible for financing and supporting Osama bin Laden. So they didn't need him no more. Now watch this, family. By 2016, when Orange Man comes into office, all of a sudden, it's no longer uh, Arabs are terrorists anymore. Now they want to call that a hate crime if you say an Arab is a terrorist. When your government for over 20 years, okay, going all the way back specifically to Bill Clinton, has been drilling in your head, Arab is synonymous with terrorists. Now, when they start importing Arabs and African Arabs, okay, or African Muslims, out of Africa into Europe, now, if you say anything in disagreement with that, you are racist. It's amazing how they work this stuff, family. Let me go on with this article. 
They say, quote, the ADL often sets his sights and energies not so much on white supremacists and neo-Nazis, but on liberal Jewish organizations critical of Israel and various college campus groups that organized around Palestinian justice. Fittingly, the ADL never said a thing about the NYPD's outrageous spying on Muslim New Yorker and actually bestowed an award on the man who had overseen it. He was one of the officers who had been trained in the counterterrorism exchange program with Israel that the ADL has sponsored since 2004, educating U.S. police and the tactics used by the country's abusive security services. And as we accurately point out, pointed out decades ago, family, when people didn't want to see it, that it was Israel that was training your police on how to deal with the citizens in this country, and particularly black citizens. Because we considered the black community the West Bank and Gaza Strip. So, yes, we identified with that struggle, but most of us couldn't see who was training the police to use the tactics that they were using, which basically said, kill a nigga and say you feared for your life. We said that 30 years ago. It took 30 years for a lot of black people to catch on. And then I started hearing black people saying, but police, when they kill you, they say we fear for our life. They come at you hollering and screaming. That's the environment that, that the police create because that's what they were told to create by the people that trained them. So if you're going to blame that uh, crank policeman that uh, basically cut off the air of Rodney King, Rodney King, uh, what's the dude out of Wisconsin named there? George Floyd or Rodney King for that matter. If you're going to blame the police, you first need to blame the people that trained them. But, of course, you can't do that because they financing what you think is your freedom. They financing Black Lives Matter. They financing Al Charlatan. They financing Jesse Jackal. They financing that white boy that claims that he's black named King. They financing the Democratic Party. And that's why the Negroes is quiet. Matter of fact, church mice make more noise in terms of the freedom of black people than all them Negroes in Congress combined. Okay? That's the straight-up truth, family. They say for the ADL, a commitment to the defense of the Israeli government came to supersede all other considerations as when Foxman opposed the congressional resolution to finally label the Turkish slaughter of 1.5 million Armenians a genocide, a stance the ADL reportedly adopted to protect Israel's strategic relationship with Turkey. So that's because the Turks are Europeans and white boys. Okay. Well, they Muslim. Oh, okay. So they study Islam. Don't change what their DNA is. Don't change what their historical uh, DNA is. Anyway, they go on to say during this point, during this period, the ADL often set its sights and energies not so much on white supremacists and neo Nazis, 
but on liberal Jewish organizations critical of Israel and uh, various college campus groups that organize around Palestinian justice. Among its semi-regular list of the, quote, top 10 anti-Israeli groups in the U.S., check this out, family, it listed institutions like J Street, the New Israel Fund, Code Pink, Jewish Voice for Peace, and the U.S. Campaign for Palestinian Rights, a coalition of 380 organizations opposing Israeli apartheid, some of them Jewish, charging they were, quote, fixated with delegitimizing Israel, unquote, and pushing a, quote, misleading narrative about the country. No. Check it out, family. J Street, right, was the Israeli group that was working with Obama that they used to fight against the other Israeli group called K Street. Remember we talked about that there? So you had a group yeah, of Jews we that talked were, about it. Yes, just like with Orange Man. He got his bunch of Jews that's behind him. Okay? And they these other Jews are internationalists as opposed to Trump's Jews being nationalists. Okay? <clears throat> So, which one, you, which one was the national? Was it the J or the K? The K Street. The K. Okay. Okay. Yes. The J Street was set there to basically guard Obama to make sure that mm-hmm. he was shielded. Uh, J Street. I get them mixed up. Anyway, the the important point is you got these two Jewish. Uh, uh, geopolitical perspective. The important thing is look at both of them with jaundiced eye because you ain't never heard one of them to any degree call out the other one. Only one time that I know of and that was during Obama. They're doing all this manipulation. Everything that's going on now from Ukraine and that phony fake war to what you see going on with the war on a so-called MAGA and Orange Man. They behind it. Okay? That's why everywhere you look, they're talking about impeaching these bastards right now. But the white people scared of them. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Three-quarters of them people... In the House, they call themselves Republicans. They love Old Testament because they scared to death of them. Believe me when I tell you. And that other one for walks on eggshells because they know they control that media and they control that social media and they will dog them out. We're in a hell of a, a position, and the only thing that's going to pull us out of it is the truth. That's it. And that's why I say I wouldn't be a bit surprised if after I do this piece on the United Nations that I, I have to look for another place to start holding my form. That's real talk. 
But if that's the price you got to pay, hell, I've been paying that price ever since I've been out here. That's over 40 years. But it's just a price that I got to pay. All right? I ain't looking to get invited nowhere to speak in front of 30 or 40,000 people. It ain't going to happen. And I'm comfortable with it. Okay? I'm very comfortable with it because I ain't on no ego trip or trying to start no rock group or no rap group. And you, the truth of our family, uh, extended family, and my family here in Chicago that supported these efforts for a long time, and know that's who I am. Y'all the reason for me, okay? Nothing else. So you ain't going to find nobody talking about Robert X. Oh, he got $50,000 from uh, the United Way. And, and, you know, he did. You are never going to hear that. Ever. Period. Or any of the other associated garbage that comes with it. That's really how you tell. I ain't got no stable of women. I'm not a phenom. <laughs> I am not a young phenom, all right? I'm an old head. That's it. No more, no less. And I'm going to close with this, Bill. We'll open up with all the documentation to kind of see if we can get through most of this tomorrow, all right? I'm going to finish up with this uh, last little paragraph, and then we can bring some of the family in. But I know the family will go and get the article and, and pull it up. But it's a hell of a good article. Well, they it's say, in the chat room. Excellent, excellent. They say, uh, it praised the 2010 Education Department decision to use the 1964 Civil Rights Act to protect Jewish college students from anti-Israel and anti-Zionist sentiment. Did you hear me, family? <laughs> that crosses the line into anti-Semitism. So the very things like Brown versus Board of Education, Brother Mike, that was pushed by Jewish Supreme Court folks, and the one Negro on there that was the FBI informant that they told you to worship, right? Uh, They pushed the integration of the schools because it was going to allow them to eventually move their progress chart. It was their agenda. Brown versus the Board of Education had little to do with black people because after Brown versus Board of Education, so the black community still were in separate and unequal classrooms. And I know because as recently as the 1980s, the books were, were so old and outdated, they didn't have enough of them. So here in Chicago, they wouldn't even allow children to bring books home from school. What'd you eat now? I'm sorry, Beth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to this my four-legged oh. friend. <laughs> Go 
I, yeah, you're in the same boat I am now, right? <laughs> anyway, they say, uh, compare the talks at a Brooklyn college about boycotting Israel to the Ku Klux Klan holding an event about maintaining a white-dominated America and denounce the Harvard Conference on the idea of a one-state solution in which Jews and Palestinians will live together within a single state as the elimination of Israel as the national homeland of the Jewish people. This regular conflation of Israel with all Jews everywhere and the implication that the distinct interests of each were really one and the same somehow coexist with the organization's practice of lobbying of lobbying accusations of anti-Semitism at left-leaning targets over poorly phrased statements that could be interpreted as advancing the racist idea of dual loyalty. To wit, former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced that he would be trying to torpedo Barack Obama's nuclear deal with Iran by delivering an outrageous speech to Congress. No, it wasn't an outrageous speech. It was a bunch of lies, because that's what Netanyahu does. Okay? And he, he represents the nationalist side of the board, and as I think I told you last week, the Biden administration is continuing the policy of Obama because they're raising hell. They're financing opposition groups in Israel to protest and denounce Benjamin Netanyahu as often as they can. They got rid of him for a short period of time, but their policies was worse than he is, so the Jewish people put him right back in office. All right? <laughs> they hate Netanyahu. Remember, I told you, he was directly involved with the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, setting up Clinton. All right? Anyway, uh, that's just a little sidebar. So uh, he went and delivered an outrageous speech to Congress as a representative of the entire Jewish people. The ADL didn't condemn this clearly anti-Semitic trope. Instead, it criticized J Street for asking Jews to sign a petition saying that Netanyahu doesn't speak for me, which Foxman called inflammatory and repugnant. Note that all the same time that at the same time the ADL fixated on criticism of Israeli policies the laser focus on pop culture and obvious satire, uh, it was deathly silent about many, many stunningly racist things that actual Israeli officials regularly said out loud. And I'm going to tell you something, family. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more racist group of people than them Jews that live in Israel. Okay. Now, you can go to New York in certain parts. Uh, Tutmos can tell you about it uh, better than I can, where the racism is just as strident as if you were in Israel, particularly when it comes to the Orthodox. Cause, and they won't deny it. You just ain't allowed to talk about it. That they consider you Goyim, third, fourth, fifth-class citizen, okay? Not of this country, of the world, period. And you're only here to serve them. 
That's how they view you. Don't care how much money you got. Don't care how straight your hair is. Don't care how much fake booty you put on. Don't care how low you wear your pants. Okay? Because I think they understand the more, almost all of what I just mentioned in terms of trends, you created. Okay? And black people foolishly adopted. Because we really don't have a distinct identity in this country. We really don't. What we really got to understand is that's not by accident. That's been by design. Oh, by the way, family, I mentioned this Jewish, I mean, this secrecy, the Masonic uh, order in South Africa that was exposed after the system of apartheid that I told you was basically being run by Israel, the money people. The name of that organization is the Broader Bond. The Broader Bond. I think it's B-R-O. I think there's two O's in there. B-R-O-O. D-E-R-B-O-N-D. The Broader Bond. Uh, I could have a spelling wrong, but, you know, of course, Google will correct you. But it means the brotherhood. The organization that ran South Africa. The Broader Bond. I just couldn't think of it last week. And I know, unless it got wet up with the microburst, because I lost a lot of books when the roof got tore off the, the place where I was staying some years ago. Everything got waterlogged. Not everything, but a lot of stuff got waterlogged. But there's a book called The Broader Bond. you got to go beyond the book because they're going to tell you all the stuff you need to really know about it. But anyway, family, that's why we uh, we look at closely the system of white supremacy. And even more importantly, as black people, to look at that system from the perspective of it being in blackface because they're using us again to push their agenda. With that, Sister Bell, we can okay. take some questions or comments from the family. All right. Let's go to uh, Tuckmo. Tugmos, are you there? Okay. Is your mute on? Okay, we'll come back. Okay, let's go to 706-749. Hotep and better love. Hotep, Hotep Very interesting. Very interesting. You know... I don't even know where to begin at. <laughs> I'm with you, my brother. <laughs> yeah, but what 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 you dropping is is you know you you you're in the in the uh, line of of some great the Gregory you know uh, what was his name William Cooper. Yeah. Then when you start throwing out information, you know you put out too much, they're gonna have to stop you somewhere or the other. But anyway, yep. keep keep it coming. 
the thing that I'm looking at is, and you were talking about AI, and this is the deal. We're, I'm looking at what you you're talking about the politics and these 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 people behind the curtain. But we got to yeah. look at the fourth industrial age and the fourth industrial age because I've got this thing I'm working on saying pick it to click it. Because if we look at, you know, this whole thing of how we got this this whole part of slavery, you have to look at the triangular trade and that, that was coming off the continent and bringing to the South Americas and to the, to the North Americas. And then the goods that were brought from these two continents, the South and the North, was sent back over into Europe. So it created that triangle trade. Now, yeah. the fourth industrial age is technology because, see, everybody thinks that, you know, things is up in the cloud. Everything started in 1858 when they dropped the first cable from the United States to Great Britain where uh, Buchanan was able to talk to Queen Victoria by telegram. Yeah. So this way, that began the AI, that began the web, and that was the underwater cables. Right now, that they're running cables, what they have now is called a terrestrial fiber optic cable, and that's the major cable that they're running around the continent of Africa. Google is running cable down South America and the rest of it, and what they're doing is they're running these fiber optic cables in order to create this new web. This is where you were talking about the thread, because yeah. from cotton they made thread and created the textile industry. From fiber optics, they're creating the thread, where they're yeah. creating the text industry or the, the, the World Wide Web, where the communication is. And so what we're doing is watching the birth of this fourth industrial age, because this is what this AI, the attack on intelligence, is about. As being able to have information highways and being able to form a network in which they can keep tabs on what's going on intellectually with the humans yeah. on the planet, because yeah. there are more cell phones than there are people on this planet. Correct. And they are now dropping on to people. Uh, you can go, let me see what it is, uh, New York Times has one because it says, you know, we thinking everything is in the cloud and they're showing you that everything is in fiber optic. They have a article they did on the transatlantic cable and what they did was is that they're showing how this fiber optic network is going because this is why they just opened up the uh J July 1st, they did the 5G C band because now they're connecting this this C band is the bandwidth in which they're going to be able to transmit because they're able to take what Google has, has put out there is being able to take uh, these ships and drop these cables where they're running a cable from Virginia to France which transmit 250 terabytes per second. 250 wow. terabytes per second means that they can take the whole Congress, the Library of Congress, and transmit it in one second. Yes. And so what they're doing is this is the way that they're getting ready to do it. You were talking about South America. That's where Google is getting ready to run its cable lines. 
Musk yep. is running his cable lines, Africa, especially around South Africa, and coming back up around the Horn because they want the continent. Because why is the continent? It's because in the next seven years, by 2030, 75% of the uh, 14 to 35-year-olds will be the African. The African yeah. is the fastest populating people and consumerism, but the other part of Africa is is that 70% of the battery power they, that's used to, to work these phones comes out of the Congo. So what you're looking at is the mineral resources, the cobalt, the titanium, the, the gold, the tin, all what it takes to make these phones. The mineral resources is there in the continent, and there lies the new save trade. And what really happened in the show, how it's really working, look up the Omnibus Prison Reform Act. The Omnibus Prison Reform Act is that they're now redoing the prison systems, and they're they're getting rid of the old COs, and they're bringing in, and they have established an immigrant workforce that they are now bringing immigrants from the continent to work in the prisons. So now you're going to have Africans being overseers over the African-American in the Americas. So you're looking at this whole formation of what they're doing with this new trade. While while we're being distracted about Orange Man and and the old, old guards, the thing that we're doing is is that the techno people are establishing the rule of what the next to twenty fifty. This is what they're looking at. They ain't really yeah. about because all of them gonna die out by the time this this technology take the hold that they wanted to have on here. Because twenty twenty four, do you know what Byron is? Byron Trump is at? He will be graduating from college there in Palm Beach at Oak Oxbridge college a private university that he goes to 2024 trump's son son will be graduated from college unbelievable and probably uh putting down uh or or creating a uh uh some kind of mechanism for him to go to russia to look for them underground worlds in the aliens (laughs) Yeah, but what they're doing is they're preparing him for that. Yeah. That's the generation that's going to be using that technology. He's right. getting firsthand in a private school there in Palm, what is it, Palm Beach, Florida. He's in a private school getting top education to be able to do what his daddy did, but do it even better. Because he already he, got he, the money. He ain't got to work for it. They claim he's autistic. That's why Trump had Robert Kennedy Jr., if we go back and recall, as his vaccines are. Yeah, but what you're looking at is that you, if you notice that she, his wife, what is her name, Maria or whatever, keeps a very tight rein on his being in the public. And this is by design that they're doing this because there's something there that he's he's supposed to, he might be the new Damien. He sure look oh, like and Bev, you asked the question, what was Kamala doing? And Brother brother X said, I thought you was going to answer it, because the 50th anniversary of Rainbow Coalition was right there in Chicago last weekend, and Kamala Harris was spoke because Jesse Jackson reti- resigned and stepped down. 
Is that right? You telling me that was this weekend just passed Rainbow wow. Coalition's 50th anniversary. We was there in Chicago. Kamala Harris came there and spoke at the the, the convention. Mm. Wow. Hmm. That shows you how. That's disconnected why. That's why when you when she asked you, I'm going like he he, he didn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't know, man. That's deep. That's deep because the only way Jesse would resign is if he can't talk no more. He, 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 he's real sick, man. His daughter had to speak for him because he can't even hardly talk now. And right. the thing that he's been had a lot of uh, uh, complications. Then he fell at some some event and hit his head, and he's been he's he's either got Alzheimer's or, or something's going on. But uh, what's his name? Frederick was it was. I'm think they're trying to think Reverend. It's a brother that uh I forget his name, but it's 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 you can look it up and see, but that was Rainbow Coalition. Oh, look on the hill because it's on the hill. They yeah. have a whole page up with Jesse and, and the whole thing of him resigning from Rainbow Coalition. Wow. Yeah, he was sick when he came to Aretha Franklin uh funeral. Yeah. But he's gotten mm-hmm. worse. Yeah. yeah. He was in 1963. Yeah, because he started Rainbow Club, and this was their 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I had no idea, man. None whatsoever. So it's poetic justice that I was given the, the form on AI, uh, artificial intelligence, because in a real sense, that's what he represents to me, artificial intelligence. Yeah, well, it's it's attack on intelligence. This is what we got to start changing how we look at this. You know, it's it's not it's it's not artificial what they're doing. These are weapons of of mass destruction because they're going for the human mind and the body. And so what we got to look at is how do we counter this? And this is what they're they're looking at. I've been watching the continent. They've got an excellent program that they're doing, the African Union has gotten together, and they're trying to get the money because the technology is coming in. They just need the resources to get their children trained. This is why they're trying to get these programs. And what we need to be doing here is what these STEM programs, getting these programmers, getting these people that can create the algorithms and the things that we need to help guide this market that is coming for this this new age. This is where we got to go because we're looking at what they're doing. That's a distraction because all of these folks are not into the politics. They're looking at what is going to be the resource, and this is the new slave trade. It's just gone reverse because cotton was thread, and what did they just do with Twitter? Turned it to what? Fred, fiber, it's Fred. It's the new slave trade. All we got to look at, they just did a new name to it. Yep, you're on it, Brother Kwame. Yeah, you got to go from picking to clicking because you look at all of our kids are clicking. We all clicking because everybody's clicking these phones. Yeah. Yep. But everybody used to be picking this cotton because we picked billions of it and they made it into what? Thread and brought it up to the north and the industrial agent turned it into what? Textiles. And now what are we doing? We're fiber optics and we're doing threading and we're texting. And all anybody has to do is... Same thing. They just put it in a new form. Go look at who ran the textile industry and guess what the batteries for the electric cars are going to be made out of and where the... uh, And it comes right out of the Congo. It's correct. The, the, 
the, the, the, the industry in itself and who owns the mines in the Congo, 75% of the mines in the Congo is owned by China. Go ahead, Kwame. That's right. Thank you, to Kwame, for that for that information. All right. Thank us. Thank, thank us. Thank you, comments, my brother. Hotep and better love. Uh, and one of the other things that uh, we could just stick in there is what Gaddafi was getting ready to do in terms of the satellite system for African countries, uh, not to mention the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Obama had to make sure he got out of the way. Obama Nine, and Hillary. Nine, yeah. seven, three, two, four, eight. Peace, Hotep, my aunt family. This is Tova. Peace. Oh, uh, uh, first, all right. First of all, it's happy with H A P I Capra season. It's our time, family. It's two more time. And um, brother Kwame, I, my first thing I was going to say is your his phone has been disconnected, so I wanted to make sure that um, Kwame is all right. But it sounds like he was just on the line, so yeah, he's, he's a new um, number. Yeah, and his phone. Oh sounds my gosh. Like okay. Reason. All right. I love you, Kwame. Um, so it's been a minute since I've been with a true power family, but family, I'm been, I even just wrote down Gaddafi right now, okay? I just wrote down Gaddafi because he was trying to make everything into the gold currency. And, yes. um, you know, the coltan and the cobalt and all that stuff. Um, but listen, listen, family, as above, so below. You know, we work the field, and it's not just a, I'm not, it's not just the field down on earth. We are working the magnetic field, the electromagnetic field. So Mm -hmm. that's how it is. And um, especially being someone, you know, where people are just like, "Mm, I don't know what she is. What what is she? You know, I'm I'm like ambiguously. And let me just tell you, but because I'm in this body, okay. And I've experienced this. I've been seeing throughout my life. Like when I heard, when I, this was back in, like, maybe 2008, 2007, when I heard that Malcolm X speech, the House Negro and the Field Negro, you know, the black yes. face in the White House. This yes. is what's going on. We don't yes. even know if they're male, if they're female, if they're bots, if they're, if they're clones. We don't know. And I'm telling you, as your sister here who's, like, you know, where I'm, I, I see what's real and what's not. And we're living in that time. I yeah. first want to say Rise and Power. Today is uh, the born day of Guru. So Rise and Power Guru. It's also, um, I just want to mention some of the family so we can, like, you know, uh, give the flowers to the ancestors. Um, Arthur Ashe Ashe and um, uh, Asada Shakur is also a cancer. She's got that Yamaya energy and Ashe. So, you know. After all these years. Yeah, she's, whole, she, she's being, you know, and the funny thing is, is that, it was in New Jersey when I was learning all about this, you know, then all of a sudden when I started learning all about this and I was even doing her chart, that's when all of a sudden the governor Christie was saying, Oh, uh, we got to, we got to hunt down Asada. Remember that? Yeah. Um, yes, I do. Yeah. I'm like, you're not touching her. <laughs> Sorry. That, that, that you no. Um, Okay. I have a lot of notes. I wanted to say a couple of things. Um, Sister Bev, I just posted something on your page. And okay. I saw on Brother Killer's page, he just posted something that in the movie theater, they're putting the, the somebody posted that he works at the movie theater. He's a, he's a biology student. They told him to put these drops in the, in the drinks of the people who are going to see the, um, the movie. Okay. About um, child, tra- and, child trafficking. Uh-huh. 
And let me tell you this, sister, but remember when I was on your show and I was, I was like, I was having a really rough time because I was having this, I already, we already knew it was going on, but intuitively, psychically, um, I was, I was in touch with the children and the parents um, of mm-hmm. when they were talking about the whole wall thing, the building the wall thing, and they were yeah. keeping the children here and sending their parents back. Why were they keeping them here? Had they been returned to their parents? And I was, I couldn't sleep. I was having that perpetual state of, I'm not even a parent. You know, all the babies are my babies. I haven't had like my own child for my own in this life. So yeah. my moon is in cancer though. Um, I'm very in tune with that. You know, whether I have children or not, like nurturing, you know, that's the essence of my being is very nurturing. Um, so I felt those children. I felt that, that panic, like when, when you lose, when you can't find your child in the store for like the, those, those seconds, or like, where are they? Where? that is the perpetual state the parents are in. And wow. I was, and when I saw the movie, there were certain things that I was seeing that the children were telling me. They didn't, because they're, they're like, we don't speak the language. They didn't understand what the people were telling them. They didn't speak English. Um, I'm like, who are the people who are taking care of these children? Where are they? And I was trying to zoom in to see if they are and, you know, make sure they're okay. And mm-hmm. there were certain scenes in the movie that I saw intuitively that they showed in the movie. Now, Judge Joe Brown called CNN uh, Crying Negro Network, Okay. You see, and I saw a clip because I'm um, from a YouTube channel. What they're saying and how they're sensationalizing it, even how they're they're directed with their vocal coaches or if they're clones or not, their voice like yes. look at the daughter and that whole thing. Like you're, I was going crazy listening to the whole thing about they're going on Trump. That guy is like, I'm like okay, we get it. Like they're doing this and how they're saying things. You know, they're like, oh, they're pre- they're predators and they they're doing everything. And it's almost like when you're a child when 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 you do something wrong to your siblings or one of them does something to you, like, I'm telling mommy first what happened. You know, you want to say, you have to tell your story first because if you know you're guilty and you say, they did it when you really did, you know how my, right. my sister and right. used to do that crap. <laughs> you know, or like how about, you know, when children, you know, when children just take off their clothes and want to run around and be free, like, well, the baby's be good. And then, and then an adult, like, wants to shame them and make them feel you, that they're inappropriate for just being free. They don't understand. They're the ones, the the adults are the disgusting ones, not the children. And that's yeah. what these libels, these libels are doing. Everything we're talking about, I was, I was posting on my Facebook before. Like I'm at this point now where after I saw this, the movie, because all I wanted to do is just, you know, bring home the children at home. But I felt I, I wanted to, I, I was on, I wanted to go to war. Like I wanted to seriously kill every pedophile, what they're doing. I wanted to kill them. Like, and I don't yeah. feel that way. Like I'm not, it's a very um, foreign feeling that I feel that or violent. And even when I was younger, when I was angry, I would take it out on myself. I don't, violence is disgusting to me. I can't even yeah. watch that Game of Thrones stuff. I'll throw up. But I was so angry. I wanted, I wanted to hurt, you know? So we're at war right now. And um, it's really with the whole Oprah thing. As you, um, I don't know if you all know this. I've said it a couple of times, family. I was sent away to, I was take, taken up woken up at um, 3 o'clock in the morning at 16 years old by, uh, by these strangers holding shackles and handcuffs, and they took me away. And, I, by the way, I didn't do drugs. I didn't run away. I didn't do any of that. I just was, I was abused by my family. They're, they, I have all their secrets. They, they're corrupt. They're, they're sick, and they wanted to send me away, just like all, you know, the upper echelons. They send their, the, the child and their family, who's a black sheep, they send them away. Um, right. And I went away to that boarding school, the Elon School. Now, RFK Jr. wrote a book called Framed about his cousin, Michael Skakel, who got sent to that school because of the whole Martha Moxley 
later in the 1970s. If you want to look it up, look it up. It's a Kenby cousin, Michael Skakel. He got sent to that school I went to. Now, RFK, we've been trying to get in touch with him for this breaking code silence thing, trying to shut down these boarding schools, which have a lot to do with the trafficking. They weren't yeah. trafficking us to take these us to the youth programming schools. I think the guy that took me there was a handler. He had his eye on me because he took so many of the other, so many of the kids there who got sent there, who, who, mm-hmm. whose parents were too chicken shit to, uh, to bring them themselves. They hired people, $5,000 to take their kids away. My mom signed over her parental rights. If they raped me, mm-hmm. killed me, she, they, she can't sue them. I have all the right. paperwork. They're literally called youth escort services. The guy that picked me up, he randomly showed up at my graduation, and you graduate individually. You have your own ceremony. He just yeah. he, he found a chair there, but he just got up and started speaking. Come to find out, I found out, and he he bought me a gift too, like a go, really expensive gold pen or whatever. The letter saying I knew I like you, you I, was, I was you know like you had an impact on me. I'm so glad to see that you're doing well. And it's very strange that he actually I was the only at graduation with the hundreds of thousands of hundreds of kids he brought there and probably thousands he brought to other places. Now, I come to find out this guy was a Grandmaster Mason at the Masonry Lodge in Maine. He also was the uh, uh, security for the Bush family. They're all up in Maine. He also was a security guard for Kenny Rogers and John Denver. Okay? This is insane. And, and this whole this school that I went to, there's another school called Provo Canyon. They're all around the, the, the U.S. And so we've been doing, I'm working with uh, HBO, doing a docuseries with them. But we've been, like, trying to shut down these schools. I've been doing this for a long time. And it's mm-hmm. all connected to child trafficking. And the yeah. crazy thing is, is that, what's his name? Um, Timothy uh, Bowery, the guy who, the guy who uh, the movie uh, the Sound of Freedom is based on, he mm-hmm. is from Provo, Utah. The place where Provo, now, Paris Hilton got sent to that school. And these schools are, and, and Dr. Phil, what? Utah has a long history of this stuff. Utah, we're, we're going after the state of Utah and Maine and, and, and Westfield, New Jersey. These places have, they, do you know that nail salons have more, more um, like, uh, they, they have more protective laws than, than, than those states do for children? Yes. And, and the fact that, so this guy, he's from that place okay and it's all coming together that it's so this is going on here and everywhere i also have um oh yeah brother x when you're saying like you want to see a movie yeah i wrote i I said a long time ago instead of seeing about all the movies that this movie that came out is it's not a movie it's a weapon it is a freaking weapon and the fact that the guy the, the guy who is playing the lead he played jesus christ and his name his initials is JC. You know, yes. <laughs> this is the Corona energy that we're talking about. And I love these men. And the director, uh, Jim and Ken, and they are, I just send love to them because they're getting attacked. Crazy. Uh, he, was in a, he was in a television series as well that uh, a friend of mine told me about, person of interest. Okay. okay. And well, I've been listening to tons of their tons of interviews of theirs, and and you know it's crazy, family. I don't know if you saw the movie, but the thing is that seeing all these liberal psychos, these Zionist fake Jew psychos, they are yeah. going nuts. And again, the, everything they're saying, everything they say about somebody else, they're really talking about themselves. Now they're talking yeah. about all this. They don't even show the 
adrenochrome. They don't even show the organ harvesting. They don't even show what goes on on Turtle Island on this side of the freaking border. But That's I've been right. listening to a lot of interviews with 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 those with those brothers with with um the Alejandro is that the name of the um the director and 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 the and him and Tim. They were saying the whole wall thing. The wall thing was great because when you don't have a wall, you don't have a country. And when right. and and because the whole wall thing was to that 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 would funnel all the children in one place where they couldn't where they can save them and rescue them. When the walls are open, that's where they're going back and forth and back and forth with the children. Yes. And you know what else just happened? This has just been within the last month or two. Biden signed a directive where now the children don't have to give up their DNA so that you ain't got nothing to determine if the people who are claiming to be the children or the parents of the children, you don't have nothing to measure that against. So he removed that. And Orange Man has put that in place to be able to match up the children with their families based on DNA. That's insane. And what about when, when, when we were listening to what they were saying? You know, I was thinking of it. This is the Mandala. I'm not Mandala. Yeah, Mandala, Mandala. Mandala. This is how the Mandela effect, because they would show you something and then put their narrative in over and over and over again. So then it would change the, the you know, flip everything. And um, there, yeah, so, so, and those Tesla cars is all the cobalt, and, and the cell phones yep. is all the coal can. And, um, yeah, I, we, we're done. Um, those Holly Weird is up, but also they are going on strike with SAG, and it's no, no, no coincidence that SAG is Sagittarius, okay? Um, yeah. And, and this is, they're, 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 but when they look like they're shutting something down, they're really doing something else, and you know they're getting ready to do AI stuff in Hollywood. Wow, I, I'm not surprised. I was shutting it down. That's what Spirit told me. Yeah, so so that's fine. We don't need to see 12 years of slave. We need to see 12 million, um, you know, light years of kings and queens. How's that? Absolutely. So, thank you, guys. Yeah. So that's that I want to take a point. Give me a call from your new phone number. What's this about? No, I was, I was just saying, I, I haven't watched the movie because I can't watch the movie where the children are being abused. That's yeah. No, they're not being abused. They don't show order. them. I can't watch it either. They do not show any of that. And by the way, I already did, like, a check on it from watching interviews, but also intuitively I did check up on them. The, the, all the children on set were taken care of. They were loved. Their parents were there. Yeah. They did this right. They did this right. They did it by the most high. Uh, they did it by the 42 laws of my art. Um, and another thing, kind of say one more thing, Sister Bev. I'm sorry. I just want to say okay. one more thing about the ice, ice cube. Ice cube. Uh, cube is also Saturn. We all know what the cube is and all that. He's been coming yes. out with a lot of stuff, okay? But yep. family, I don't know if you all remember this or if you didn't know this, but please go to YouTube and look at Dr. Uh, Khalid Muhammad, Rise in Power. He was saying... He was talking about how Ice Cube uh, turned on him. He was like, Ice Cube, melt it on me. Like, just watch it. Because I remember we have to also... Say what? I, I didn't hear that word. What? No, I just... I remember when he said that. Yeah. And that's when I... Because I always think of Ice Cube, and I'm like... Well, oh, it's like... I kept on thinking of Khalid Muhammad. I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, so... 
anyway, um, peace and love, Hotep Naya, and um, yeah, let's be in touch, Kwame, and love you, Sister Bev, and love you, Brother okay. S, and peace with family. Love you, God. It's not, yeah. No doubt about Thank you. Thank you, and better love. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's go to uh, Wes. Hey, Yahudu. I can see how she burned up Kwame phone, man. She smoked Kwame <laughs> phone. God, <laughs> Voodoo, but they stick pins in dogs. What is that voodoo? 
That's what it means. Yeah. It's voodoo, you dumb niggas. Okay? <laughs> That's what voodoo is, man. When they stick pins and shit, man. Being a damn pig Christian. And, and, and we had one, man. All, all, all orders in effect. All general field orders in a damn effect. All right? And to my man Chuck Lowe, just 50 years of hip-hop ain't been shit but that to the black people, man. Okay, I know he loves hippity hop and all this old crazy stuff, man. It's just, oh yeah, another place, Sister Bev, uh, Kamala was down here in Atlanta because uh, Dr. King's sister died, man. Miss Paris, King's yeah, Paris. I saw that. Yeah. Okay, that was his, that was his real sister. Uh, mm-hmm. she How old was she, Brother West? Ninety-five. Wow, I know she had to be old, man. Yes, sir. That was that was because they had three boys and she was the only sister, so you know she had to be tough to put up with them dudes. Yeah. So uh, that's where Kamala was at. She was down here and she was in Chicago. And uh, speaking of Joe Brown, I love Joe Brown, but see, I I'm gonna tell y'all something. Man. One person will agree with uh, with two people agree on every damn thing. Somebody lied and full of shit. <laughs> that's why I'm the only one that debate Joe Brown, man. That case he talking about 303 in the Supreme Court where that lady yeah. post had a website and two punks came to her. That was a lie. Ain't no two punks came to her going to get on her, uh, her making cake. That was a lie. Okay, I sent y'all the dog on information. One dude was named Mike and the other named Joe or whatever. Mike say he never said no, nothing to that lady. Mike is a, a heterosexual, got a wife and some babies, man. Okay, they interviewed Mike. So that whole case was wrong and lied, man, made up case. So I debated Judge Joe Brown about that. He told me he don't care as long as the case is case. And then when I told him about uh, that civil rights guy, the one that shut down affirmative action, that lawyer named Oscar Nazi boy, his name uh, 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 Edward Blue, B-L-E-U-L. Okay, he mm-hmm. hates black people because the black boy beat him up back in the day. So he hates black people. So he went to the Chinese restaurant and found a Chinaman to go up against affirmative action, man. Wow. So what, see, one thing about them lawyers and judges, they will not say nothing bad about another lawyer or judge, right? That's, yep. how, I, that's how I debate. That's how I catch Joe Brown every time because I brought out both of them cases. And also I debated Joe Brown on what y'all say. Against Judas or Jesse. Judas or Jesse. You know where that comes from, though. Huh? Who said that? The Judas of... Judas or Jesse. Oh, that's Steve Copley. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yes, so sir. I debated, Joe I debated Joe Brown. I know Jesse had something to do with change the rules and ran off the invaders. He bought for old Jesse, man. That's what I first... Talk to Joe Brown. We, we, we debated, man. See, everybody else kisses behind on this show. Every Friday, I debated, man. I love it. I love it. I That's love it. Wes, I you have the, Brother Sir? West, you got the quality, quality where you don't put people above you and you don't put That's people right. below you. So that allows That's you to right. deal with people on an even level. They yes, can sir. take it where they want to take it from there. Yes, sir. And I like learning from people. What they say, well, you smartest one in your circle, time to find another circle. Y'all my That's circle. Right. That's why I'm just like you. I got to get away from your boy on uh, 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 
what you call the boss the of the Negro, the man. Negro, huh? Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't debate him because, like you said, man, he anybody that want to go against the FBI director, he know more than Carmen, Coleman, the FBI director. He an idiot, man. He's an That's idiot. insane, well. Because I'm, I'm just but like he, you, man. I bring receipts and stuff when I when I bring info. I like to do that, man. Cause I tell you, I like to let people talk, and then I let. I, I let them pimp slap their own self with their own words. So if anybody that tries to take up the, what the FBI has been doing to people, man, yeah. you got to be out of your mind because none of what they, they've done, I don't care what side of this thing you want, none of what they've done is lawful. Forget about being right and wrong. It's yeah. unlawful, and that's not my opinion. They said the whole the whole beginning of the looking in the orange man was based, that's what the special counsel said. It was based on a fake premise. There was no justification yep. for even starting the case. So they went and lied and got uh, uh, jurisdiction through the FISA court based on a lie. That's the beginning of the case. Yes, sir. And uh, 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 look at... Uh that thing with Trump uh, left court down there in Miami when he went to that restaurant. Look at yeah. the crowd. They was rounding, man. I see one guy with a damn Yamaha on the back of his head, man. Yeah. Okay, so you're right. He he got he got his group, too. Oh, he no question about Stephen Miller. Yeah. Stephen Miller is probably the best best spokesperson he got. And his rad that you ever hear Stephen Miller get attacked. And, of course, yeah. he's Old Testament. But I'm going to tell you, he's as smart yeah. as hell. Yeah, got to read. But look at him, man. That girl lied, uh, Sequita lied down in Alabama, man. What what oh, happened? Come it, on. It, tell it, us what happened. It, it's coming out. It's 80,000 peak girls and black women missing, and she pulled that stunt like that, man. Okay? She pulled a stunt, bro. It's so come out. I, I even heard on B.O.N., uh, one of the girls uh, uh, on B.O.N. said she knows uh, Sequita, a uh, cousin, an aunt, and the aunt takes her and says Shaquita was at, guess what, at the Red Roof Motel. She's in the next room, man. Now, Before look, watch this, West. I yes, bet you she with some man, and he's older than yes, her. Sir. So she's trying to yes. hide it because she's been strung out. She's been sprung, as yes, they used sir. to say. Yeah, she's just one of them dumb women that know how to cheat. The best cheaters is y'all women, Bill. Okay. The best cheater is the woman. <laughs> Not a man. Cause I, 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 we too stupid. We get caught every time. Okay? She didn't listen to her aunt, man. She, she didn't listen to her folks, man. Fun, brother. Because she left her car, yeah. left it running, left the keys in there. The only thing she took with her was her phone. And then they found that down the road. Hey, bro. But she left her weed, man. She left her weed, sister, man. <laughs> what the hell? You must have some good that good ooh wee. You must have some, some good ooh wee for her to leave her wig, man. Oh, man, I know. I, I said, hey, brother, bro. this, is, this is just like Juicy Smollett. No yes, question sir. about it. And see, the police know that, man. You know that anything we do, they can police to find a nigga within 48 hours, man. Yep. Okay, I don't care who you is, especially you black. They'll find your ass in 48 hours. Yep. 
And so, uh, 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 she, 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 and the red roof red man, and she, they got, they got, they want her to go ahead and tell a story, man. You know, they, the police let, let her pimp slap her own self, man. That's right. All right. So they give her the space. They got, they got her documented from the time she left work to when she came black, man. All right. So it's going to come out, man, slowly but surely. And, and you know something, brother, Wilson? It What's wouldn't that? be as bad. She could probably get away with it. But the problem mm-hmm. that she put on herself was she called 911. She brought yes, the sir. police into the whole thing. That's going to be her yep. biggest problem. Yes, sir. And see, people don't think. That's a little young. Hey, let me ask you something, man. Let me ask you a sister a question. Is it me or every goddamn body got mental illness? Everybody fucking crazy now? <laughs> they do something. They got crazy. What the hell going on, sister Bell? Huh? <laughs> I, that's one I answer, Brother West. All I know is there's mental illness in a whole lot of places these days. It started, with, it started with, yeah, it started with the white boy shooting up with mental illness. Now these Negroes play with mental illness, man. Yeah. Okay. And what I can understand, these questions out here, these stupid ass boys, the old men, not if they can't get along with that woman, she got that good piece. Instead of them going to get another one, they shooting the ladies and guns, killing them, man. What the it's fuck wrong with man. Man? Huh? It's insane, man. That's the sign of a very weak man. Very uh, Ain't even a man. It's a weak male. Yeah, I know that be good, man. But damn, hey, get to another one. Real don't men another don't one? respond that way, man. Real men don't respond Thank that you, way bro. with a woman, man. <laughs> if you love a woman, brother, that means you love everything about her. Meaning, Thanks. if she wants to leave you and you love her, you have to yep. love her enough to let her go. That's right. Let they say, if you love somebody, let them go. And if they come that's back, it. that's yours. If they don't, that was never yours, man. Exactly. What the hell wrong with these young, young punk ass, man? And the old dude, the old dude in my neighborhood in Florida, he's 71 years old, bro. He done shot his this woman in my neighborhood, then he set the house on fire, then he shot and killed himself, man. I sent y'all the article about, about two months ago, my, right in yeah. my neighborhood. My nose ass sister was right there trying to take pictures of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right in my old neighborhood, man. And say, hey, that's why I'm boarded up in my house with my doors locked. With my hand on the thing, and I ain't got to take the safety off. I'm trying to keep the safety on, man. Okay? I'm just going up in the house, top, chilling, okay? Because everybody too damn crazy for me, dog. The whole world went crazy after they shot the top, man. Well, Brother West, that, there was another one even before that one, Brother West, that I thought, and, I, and you and I discussed this, I said they need to take that brother and cut his head off. That brother yeah. that because he couldn't get along with his woman, he killed yes, her and then took the baby and gave the baby to some alligators. Yes, mm. sir. I remember that story too, man. See, cut Very his tight. head off. Yes, sir. And feed him to the gator. Absolutely. Like that baby. That's oh, yeah. right. Somebody got uh, served a warrant today on the, on the case of Tupac. Y'all know that, right? Somebody, Somebody got baby. Somebody got served a warrant. Trump most probably know about that. Somebody got served a warrant on the murder two on the two, murder two pack, man. 
Wow. Okay, all this stuff covers in light now, man. We're the day of judgment, man. Yep. Okay, y'all do some stupid shit y'all want. God don't do stupid, man. They'll find your ass, man. Even that fool yep. up there, that Jew boy, hey, that Jew boy up there in New York, a year ago, killed all them girls. I guarantee one of them going to be black white. Okay? One of them going to be some stupid little black girl running around watching see. I mark my words, Sister Bell, that, that fool in New York, that Jew boy, mm-hmm. that killed all them girls. One of, some of them going to be black. You know, we got to do everything we want to be with them fools, man. Now, okay, who, who I'm, is, I'm missing huh? that one. Yeah, the dude in New York on the uh, Hugh, what's that? Hugh, Hugh man, Hugh man, something architect killed a whole bunch of damn uh, prostitute girls, man, white girls. About four. Oh, Gilgo is Gilgo? Huh? Is that it? Yeah, is that the one you talking Up about? There in Gilgo, yeah. yeah, yeah, big old white boy, big cornfed yeah. white boy. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. to these okay. motherfuckers, man. Okay. Yeah. They got him. I told you, man. That DNA ain't no joke now, man. And that he's DNA. straight to what he said. He was calling the people's families, messing with them. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to get away with it, man. That's now, that's hey, deranged. Yeah. And hey, check this out, man. You know the story about some dude that's real. For the United States government, rent and rent and grand North Korea, you know that, right? That was the brother too, man. So they say, you know that. I right? just heard about that. I just heard about that recently, maybe yesterday. Yeah, man. He was getting court marched for something. He said, "Fuck America, I'm going over here with my man, uh, yeah, uh orange man, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Fuck America." He gonna hang with Dennis Robert near the orange man with a little fat guy. <laughs> I didn't crazy, know that man. was a brother, man. I just heard yeah, about that man. in person. Wow. <laughs> this shit crazy, man. man. It ain't live, man. It's fun to be alive to see all this crazy shit, man. <laughs> what <are> you, brother? <laughs> hey, fam, you see the man fall off the bridge up there today? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. This dumb ass supposed to have a harness on up there high, man. He's from Canada. He's stupid and something, man. They, them sisters, they should have let him stay in his ass in the water, man. This shit crazy, man. You say somebody <laughs> jumped off a bridge? They fell. He was supposed they to be working on, on the bridge and fell off the bridge or something, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And he got it's arrested? I mean, he got rescued by some sisters? Yeah, they saw it. The sister saw it and they went and told the Coast Guard or whoever they yeah. got to, man. This shit's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, and man. I, I'm like you. I thought they wore hunters, the things to hold them up, up that high. Thank you. That's right. You're absolutely right. But maybe the candle, and she works in America, Jewish dick, that shit don't even sound right. You should have been strapped in, such a bell. You're right. So he's working on the bridge. Right. And his, yeah. his, uh, his safety equipment uh, failed or something? He had none on. Wow. Wow. Well, he's lucky he was working over water and not over concrete. Thank you. You'd have been splattered. Tell me about crazy, it. Crazy, man. It's some crazy stuff, man. I love to be alive to see all this, man. 
Hey, I, I meant to ask y'all, you and Sister Bev, y'all had a chance to get in the time machine. Would y'all really go back to the past to see something or to the future? That's a hell of a question, Wes. Uh, since I ain't too concerned with the past, I want to go to the future because I know I could come back. I want to stay right here right now. Go ahead, Bev. <laughs> right on. I'll go, Bev, and I'll bring the information back to you. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, it don't matter, but I'll go to the past or the future before the white man got on the planet, okay? That's what I want to see. Yeah. Either before they got here or after they leave, where they ain't here no more, after they got burned up with the sun, okay? Yeah. That's what I want to see. Before they got here or when, after they leave, it's coming. Oh, yeah, y'all want to see something? Look at, uh, we list your eyes, man. Just listen. Do a close-up on his eyes, no Photoshop, and tell me what y'all see by tomorrow. That's y'all homework assignment for tomorrow. Who yeah. asked? That boy in uh, uh, Ukraine, Zelensky. Oh, he looks like he a, a drug addict. He looks like he on coke to me. He is. He is. He has a severe cocaine problem. Yeah. Well, it ain't a problem for him because he can afford his habit. Right. But yeah, he's a long-time uh, cocaine abuser. Yeah, you can look in his face and tell. Yep. But just do a close-up on his eyes, man. I saw something today when I looked at his eyes. No Photoshop or nothing. I'm okay. on it on the homework, by the way. Yeah, I guess you look at the homework. It's a family. It's a homework. Okay. Well, they they ain't cut us off. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll be, be back tomorrow. I love y'all. Right be back tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Go ahead. Y'all talking about reparations? Reparation. Put a P in front of reparation and the X on the on the end on what you got. Preparation H. That's about all we get. That's about all we get, man. I leave right now. I check y'all next episode. Okay. Better love. You know, brother. Hotel the Bear. family. Better love. Better love. I'll see everybody tomorrow. Okay. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.